0: It's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you gotta check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the Reptile World's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords and use our buy it now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. It also gets fed to the reptile report and our powerful marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animals successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptiles successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit thereptilereport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit shipreptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.
1: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. We are back from the Northeast Carpet Fest. We're going to be talking about it all tonight about the great weekend. Um, we're going to be joined by uh, a couple of our good friends, this is Zach Baez from Dark Side Exotics and Matt Minatola from Philly Herpticulture. But first, I want to send out a big thanks to our very own Owen McIntyre for opening <laughs> up his home and hosting the 2015. Northeast Carpet Fest. Wow, that was cool.
2: <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. it was. It was a freaking blast. It was so cool, and I thought I'd never be sick of actually showing people the inside of my snake room. But by the end of the day, I was. <laughs> I think I turned to someone and said, "If I had to point out that that's an olive python one more goddamn time, I'm done." So, but it was so much fun, and it was so cool and having everybody here running the auction went great uh we with the the, the fired up the grill fired great there was tons tons and tons and tons of food to the point where I'm not gonna need to go food shopping for like eons you know it, there's, <laughs> there's enough food there's enough food and alcohol in my house that I could probably run another small party out of it, it <laughs>
1: dear god um, yeah food was on point this year i mean it seems yeah. like i mean we've been doing this since 2012 um you know and it seems that every year uh it, we just we, we we iron out the details and yeah i don't know if the uh the planets were aligned this year or i don't know what it was but uh just a good vibe and a good time and everything to seem to be firing on all cylinders. I mean, you know, the food was ready. Everybody brought food. I mean, good Lord. We had, uh, you know, lobsters and the, I, everything, it, clams, Mike bought clams. Um, yeah. You know, um, it just, uh, oh, it's just crazy. Uh, just, just the amount of, of food and alcohol that was there. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried all day to, uh, to get drunk on Saturday, but it just didn't seem to work. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
2: it, it, it seems to be like it, it, everything just fired correctly and everything just went way better than expected. I absolutely loved it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, yeah. Let's uh, – so tonight um, we're trying something for the first time. Um, it's over on Facebook. It's the uh, Moralia Python Radio chat. Um, I don't know if people will use it tonight as much as they would, say, when a guest is on here and they want to necessarily, uh, you know, ask a question or something and they don't want to call in. Um, but we're going to try it. Um, we can't and, get Jack uh, going the- over on MP, so – the call-in number is what now? Yes, it is 347-215-7359. Um, let's, uh, let's get these guys clicked on. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. What we do. Sorry.
2: <laughs> what? My, my father just poked his head around the corner going, "So what's going on? And then he just ran back upstairs. So I don't know what the hell he's trying to do. <laughs> Let or? me ask you a
1: question. Let me All ask you a question. Is, is his number a 484 area code? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. No no. Well, no, 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 no. 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 We're going to have Jim from right Morgantown. No, we do Jim not. Jim from Morgantown is going to drop some some knowledge on us, I'm sure. Most likely. Is that you, Jim? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yep,
2: that's him. <laughs> <laughs> I I can hear you on different levels of the house, dad.
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, <shit. laughs> Oh, I caught him off guard. Oh, he dropped. He just spent <laughs> speaking into the phone. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, he hung up.
3: He got I scared. You
1: made him nervous. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's, it's sorry. So he may come back. <laughs> Probably one of my most favorite uh, memories of Carpet Fest was uh, being down at the bar doing picklebacks, which is oh uh, my god, those are horrible. It was horrible. horrible. They were awesome. <laughs>
3: Those were fucking horrible. Oh, my God. Come on, Matt.
1: They Ugh. were awesome. Oh, God.
2: First off, I despise pickles, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. You guys are just like, take this, take this, drink that, drink this. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. It was quite. Uh, there's still a Gatorade bottle of pickle juice sitting on. That's what that is. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell that was sitting on the bar that is clearly a Gatorade bottle filled with
1: pickle juice. Who left that here? We did. Oh, wait. Here he is. He's back. Hold on. Jim's going to drop some knowledge for us. Jim from Morgantown. Here he is. Yes. Uh,
4: Hey, hey, what's going on? I'm sorry. I I dropped the phone and damn near threw it in the toilet there. My fault.
3: (laughs) No worries.
4: (laughs) You're quite the celebrity. uh, (laughs) <laughs> oh no i don't think so i just uh i just i'm just a lonely guy that has a his own business and doesn't understand his kid these things happen
1: <laughs> fair enough so how did you like carpet fest
4: you know i want i just want to say i thought uh i thought everybody i met at carpet fest was just a, a very outstanding and very nice and uh I enjoyed myself immensely, and um, I just woke up.
3: <laughs> oh, all
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, about, something, about, something about summer wheat beers in me. I, yeah, I just there, don't, it's I don't know what, it is all, what it's all about, but, uh, you yeah. know, I thought nice. Owen could have made some more deals, sold some more snakes, if he'd have listened to me about the coupon and the two-for-one thing, but he wasn't doing yeah, it. Was yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I had to make the announcement that any deals made with Jim in the snake room were null and void.
4: Jesus Christ, so it's a goddamn cash business. Get over it. Yeah, thanks. What
1: about my coupon, man? This is- There's yeah, no exactly. There <laughs> are no there are no coupons. <laughs> goddamn cash business. No I don't
4: understand what's going on here. You know, yeah, a blue light special. There's no <laughs> free. You yeah, you know. You
5: know.
4: You know, you know, you run the business for a for profit. I know it's a horrifying thing to say, son, but that's the American yeah. way. Jesus Christ. Yeah,
2: thank you. Thank you.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> well, it was great. It was, it was nice meeting a lot of people. I enjoyed everybody I met, and, uh, you know, uh, it was a good time, and I can't wait till next year because no matter where it is, I'm going to show up, but,
3: you know, whatever.
4: Love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm still a little concerned about the shots and the pickle juice. I have no idea what that was all about, but whatever. No, you know? no.
2: That, was, that just kind of
4: happened. I wanted, so, by that, that time, great, you man. had dropped your rum and coke three times. Stop it. I had, yeah. <laughs> It's my carpet. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: I'll do the fuck I want to do it.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I a That's, not fair. You know That's not fair. That's not yeah, fair. That's not fair. Owen had a <laughs> trapdoor on his cup. <laughs> well, listen. Well, listen. Well, listen, the Pittsburgh Steelers called. You're not returning punts this year because you no, can't I hold don't. on to
4: <laughs> a goddamn no, thing. Oh my God! Yeah. So. <laughs>
3: well Hey,
4: listen. You guys have a great show. I love you to not your time. Okay, it was great. It was great at Carpet Fest. It was great meeting the people, and it was great uh, seeing everybody. And uh, oh. uh, you know, have a great time. All right. All cool. right. All right. I'll See
2: you. <laughs> Thanks, you there we go. He, he arrived at the show, and he's walking around. He keeps pointing at people and goes, is this the guy you do the show with? I'm like, no. Is this
4: the guy you do the show with? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I'm
6: like, that one there. The, the Hobbit in the corner. That one.
1: one. No. There you go. <laughs> JFM dropping knowledge. He's dropping knowledge. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, Eddie- man, Zach and Matt are awful quiet, man. They're just kind of like, it. really... We haven't clicked <laughs> them on yet. Oh, I... Yeah, they're on. They're live. Oh, they're right. on? I didn't know I was on. Yeah, I didn't know I was uh, on yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Who yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. had the pickle juice? Can we can we get That's
4: to
1: the me. bottom of that one?
7: That's
1: one first? The
7: pickleback was pretty good.
1: I'm that was on. good, man. I'm with you, Zach. Uh, I yeah, thought it was we'll pretty know.
7: good. Although, I, liked, I, I was looking up, and I think the version where you eat a pickle afterwards instead of the juice, I think that'd probably a better idea. I think yeah. I'd like that more. I hate
3: uh, pickles, though. So. I, oh.
7: I, I
5: just bought it because I thought I like whiskey straight, but um, I had it one night at a bar, and, and I had a bunch of them. And, and if anyone doesn't like whiskey, it, it goes down real smooth with the pickle juice. So, I thought it'd be something cool, but Owen can't handle it. He, boa breeders don't know what they're doing with pickle juice.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> Wow! Uh, First few minutes in, (laughs) I
2: saw I saw two experienced Borneo blood breeders put shy away from my monster this weekend. You guys ran from her.
3: Oh well,
2: and then bolted. I I I haven't
5: seen I haven't seen a a red blood that wild since I seen like a crazy wild caught one. That that thing. (laughs) I'm gonna have my work. Lon didn't even recognize it. Lon was I just like, caught off guard, and I'm just like, oh, I got my hands full. So well, <laughs> I'm hoping I can do something with that. You know, I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll calm it down. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you must be talon hooking it, or, or I don't know what you're doing. The I it on the
2: head and throw it for the, <laughs> He's got
3: for yeah. yeah,
5: you got a you got a perch in a 41 quit with with a blood. You know, I don't know yeah, what's yeah, going down I, there.
3: <laughs> That's what
7: my phone looks like. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Lon awesome. tried to go. Lon tried to go pick it up, but at that point, it was like it took a big shit It was swimming its little yeah. swell. Oh uh, my god, I'm, that was so funny. I'm just. Well, I was I'm like, never mind.
5: mind. I'm just glad yeah. Lon did it because it was his animal, so he was probably like, "Oh, you're probably just freaking it out." And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to sure. do it. If or, you didn't do it, and and I would have just got nailed completely, probably, because that thing just shot up mountain. I haven't seen one just shoot around with his mouth open and wave like that for like two minutes in forever. It was it was going it was going crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, see oh, the thing the thing of it is is that Owen makes this pack when his animals when they come into his house. If mm-hmm. he talks bad about them on the show, then they don't do good. For- <laughs> they don't breathe. Yeah, you're right. They don't I breathe. Would, I would.
5: I would assume they, you're going to keep it because everything in your room pretty much bites anyway. So that's probably what. it was it's like, not going after me.
2: I got so, rid of a lot of the things that bit me, and now I just want to send her over to your places where you can just like text me later to say like, "Owen, oh, your blood is like went absolutely ape shit on me today." <laughs> I mean, then yeah, I'll have I, some fun because then I I, I'm like, "Oh I, yeah, I would know I'm a boa breeder."
5: Yeah, that's true. This is true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. What kind of boa is you breeding this year, Owen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: Robert, insane.
6: Rubber boas.
3: <laughs> oh, rubber bow <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that
2: what we decided? Like, throughout all of us were like, those are horrible. It's like, I think they all pretty much decided that rubber boas suck. But that's beyond me. Yeah. It's a diminishing
1: the Amazon. <laughs> oh my goodness well i don't know why i have rosie sandboas written down in my book here but i do for some reason i don't do you want rosie (laughs) sandboas no i don't i don't know why it's in my notes written. Kinda weird.
2: You're supposed to pick
5: oh, up. Oh, probably oh. gotta pick him up from for Owen from somebody. That's yeah, probably.
2: yeah. To trade the To Amber. Yeah, I got He wants exactly. to take the upscales <laughs> yeah, for like
3: a, a whole couple the, racks full of Amber.
7: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doom rolls is like his. Uh, you know, that's like the holy grail. Don't oh That's like <laughs> re-
5: that's like, re- <laughs> re- that's like re- for him.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So. So what did you guys think of?
3: Quickly.
1: Uh, yeah, no. So where do you guys what did you guys think of uh Carpet Fest? What about you, Zach? You've been to uh, two ones before. What did you think? Uh,
7: yeah, I haven't been to quite all of them. I missed the first one, but um
1: oh, yeah.
7: I would I would say that this Carpet Fest, I'm sure we probably say this every year, but I would say that this is the best one yet. I really do think. Um, only only because I mean, the weather was perfect, the amount of food we had, you know, the amount of people who showed up, which is a lot more than we thought. You know, um, it was just it was just a really good time. I mean, Eric didn't, like, die halfway through. We just kind of mm-hmm. made it all the way through. Um, <laughs> yeah. which I think it was probably a first. Uh, you know, a lot of guys stayed a lot later than usual. I mean, um, it, was, it, was, it was, I think it's because there was a lot more people that was closer. Like it was a closer location for a lot of folks, and I think that that allowed people to stay out later, or you know, or more people to come. Um, so that was pretty nice. I don't know. I was just. I, it was just so much fun, and, and the amount of different people, the the, sh- the short tail guys coming, you know, Matt and Lon coming, and you know, that was awesome. And, and and it's just it was just more variety of people, which just seemed like just a lot more than. You know, I would think that half the folks have never been to Carpet Fest before, probably. So Yeah. You know, it was just like a almost like a totally new group, you know, and so it was just Ah man, we had so much fun. It was it was it was too much. It was just too much fun.
1: Mm-hmm. absolutely. What about you, Matt? You're new yeah, to the I mean. uh Carpet Fest. What did you think?
5: Yeah. Uh, I thought it was awesome, man. It was uh it was it, it, the, the food, the people, the time, it, it was definitely, I guess what I expected and more, it was uh, a lot of fun. I, I kind of wish I ran around a little bit more. Like I, I talked to everyone for a little bit and said, hi, and, but I wish you, you kind of get in your spot and the people aren't there. You, you kind of get locked into one thing. I think I was on the upstairs deck the most of the, most of the time and somewhere in the house and downstairs, but, um, it was just a lot of fun, you know, uh, talked a lot to buddy and, and, you know, talking to bill he flew all the way down that was really cool and
3: uh
5: if there was any dull moments or not even if you look over the side of the deck you get to watch uh, mike's kids ride down the hill in them carts which were uh, <laughs> same time oh uh, man was, uh we were like heart the, the, yeah. first times, the, the first couple times the first couple times like oh there's no one in there and then eventually we're like oh there's, there's people in there and that was and yeah. then eventually i think mike was having them go down like two, two, two of his kids go down in in, in one car. It was crazy. Well, yeah. The, well, the
2: the funny part is that I come over. I'm like, guys, those are my neighbors, and they go, really? I'm
6: like, where do you think I had kids' cars hanging out in my backyard? <laughs> where did you think he's from? Man, yeah. Uh,
3: like you know, it, it was uh, yeah.
5: That was great. That was definitely entertaining. But the whole thing was awesome. Um, the auction was especially fun. I only wish there could have been more things to auction because that was hilarious, and it seemed like everyone had a good time. And uh, I mean, like, I did you, is that the most? Is that the most you guys ever raised? That was seemed like a pretty good chunk of change. I want, yeah, say that
2: most. But I think we raised more when we gave it to Rico because when with that one, I mean, we had the pair of diamonds, the pair of rough scales, and I know those yeah. went pretty hefty price tags.
7: Yeah, I think you might yeah, be right. Yeah, I, think,
2: I think you might be right. Yeah, but I
1: don't I don't know. Because unlike smart people, we don't keep records from year to year. So um. <laughs> Well, I think I think it was almost about the same amount. Yeah. Because the diamonds didn't go for nearly as much as I thought they would, and the yeah. rough scales were like maybe twelve hundred, I think. That's mm-hmm. what they went and what
7: everything and yeah, and then everything else I remember was real low. I mean, people were buying stuff for like ten bucks. So Right I think I got
1: like, a, I got a jungle for ten bucks.
7: <laughs> so, yeah. Right, got, nobody right,
1: was you buying know?
2: it. You started the online stuff to prevent people coming to Carpet Fest with eighty dollars and running the gambit. So
7: Right, uh, right. Yeah. That was definitely I think the uh, way think the auction is being uh, run now is is I think it's perfect. I think it's run perfect. You know, um, everything that was put up, a lot of stuff went over, you know, some of the prices, like, you know, hundred dollar vouchers went for 110, 120 bucks is like, that's pretty awesome, you know? So, um,
5: yeah, everything I thought got pretty close. Um, you know, some things went over, so that was, it was definitely uh, real cool. And that was just funny. I mean, <laughs> everyone's, every auction took like, you know, five, like five to 20 minutes, depending on how, uh. How much everyone was getting on Owen pretty much. <laughs> so it was pretty fun. But,
2: but I, I remember getting on Owen all the time, so let's just you
1: know <laughs> I can't remember what it was for, but I just remember laughing so hard I was in tears during the auction. I yeah, can't it remember was- what <laughs> it. It was, it sure was, it was funny. involved in Jamie. So what was it? Yeah, yeah J-
5: Jamie Jamie was Jamie was being he was hilarious during the auction. He was cracking everybody up. He was just tossing out ball so bad during the auction. Oh,
3: <laughs> terrible! That just... <laughs> oh my God.
2: people are monsters. Yeah.
5: Oh man. Yeah, and then Stop. like I said, the, I can't imagine how much food and beer you have left. I mean, it was just
2: oh my god! You, you oh, my couldn't
5: god. you couldn't walk to the bathroom because it was your table was still full of food. Everything still tasted good, even though it was cold. I was just picking at everything. Every time I'd walk <laughs> back and forth to like get a drink or go to the bathroom, it was it was insane. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, it's, there's there's at least six or seven, like, lobster tails and pairs of claws in my freezer. Um, there are four cases of beer that are underneath the bar because I don't have any room in any of my refrigerators for any more beer. Eric yeah. left enough roast beef to choke a horse. I mean, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and uh, Scott made enough pasta salad that I could probably ration it and have enough for next Carpet Fest. <laughs> I mean there is a crap ton of food and um it's so it's just you know, like, like today um today I just fired up the grill and cooked the remaining remaining burgers that we had here. So yeah. Awesome so go. far.
7: <laughs> nice. Was it was there any chicken left or was that gone?
2: I, I I hid some. <laughs> <laughs> my man, there was like I'm getting I'm getting ready to put stuff away, and I'm like, there are two chicken breasts left in the fridge. You go in the container. So yeah, those they're they're here. They're still here, and that was delicious.
7: Yeah, I oh, think man. I think next year I'm gonna have to go up to 30 pounds because that thing went quick.
5: Jeez. I was gonna say I think I ate five pounds of that easy. That's what <laughs> I was That was
7: so good. It was
5: so good. Yeah.
7: I tell you, i tell you what sure though I'll, I'll trade the uh, recipe for condos. I already said that. So let me no,
1: yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. The recipe for condros? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Like, oh, all right. I like how you roll. You. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll just go over the, uh, you know, we headed up, me, Zach, and um, headed up on Friday night and uh yeah. you know to get things together and, and whatnot i think that night i was more drunk than i was on saturday um i think <laughs> i only had two beers though <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> um, yeah we were hungry that's why we on empty stomach. yeah we,
2: we didn't eat till later
1: yeah and uh you know we just chilled which is always a good time and then uh, uh um we uh <laughs> I don't know if I should mention that or not. Sack <laughs> with the big chimp balls. <laughs> Let, let's not, even though we all know what we're talking about.
2: So.
1: Okay. Very okay, good. I'll much. be good. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, everything was pretty cool. We woke up uh, Saturday, made some breakfast, got shit together. I don't know. It just seemed to roll. Uh, people started rolling in. We had food on the on the grill. Um, you know, I don't think I saw you at all, Owen, until the auction. And, and usually we do that a lot earlier, but,
2: um, yeah, but we, we kind of, did not know this year like, was like, yeah, I, the, the, the thing is that I was bouncing around, you know, uh, telling people where to go, what to do, drinking this, uh, constant people going through the snake room. So it, I was pretty much moving around all over the place, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't like I said like I don't think I saw you till the auction, and that was one of those you know moments there. So, but and uh, I kind of like how we did it a little bit on the later side
1: worked out well. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good, and like I said, the weather was perfect. Um, it was pretty oh, cool yeah. to uh, hang out with, uh, uh, to be able to chill with Bill. Um, he's an awesome guy. <laughs> and i'm like oh hi
2: bill what are you doing here so it's you know it was really cool think... to have him there
1: i'm wearing his t-shirt right now so <laughs> yeah no i forgot to grab one of those um <clears throat> the one thing that i would say is like uh going pre-carpet fest you know I, I, you guys know that i was stressed out about bullshit that's going on and you know, mm-hmm. just being and doing this podcast weekly, you sort of have to like put yourself in, in in the middle of things sometimes. And, you know, it can get it can get very uh, disheartening at uh, at some points. But when you go to something like this and you hang out with people and you get to talk to them and I, I don't know, it just it gets you excited again, you know, uh, gets you excited about the people and and the hobby and, the you know, just just pumped up overall and, you know, wanting to, to be a part of the community. And, and, and I, and there was things that, uh, you know, we didn't agree on with people there, but the, you know, the, I just the conversations that we had were, you know, were awesome. And, and then uh, it was good to talk about things other than snakes, you know, um, me and, uh, Jamie, uh, we're talking music for a while, um, which was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, we're both guitar geeks. I think he's a little more than me. I didn't, I didn't think there was anybody mm-hmm. that was more of a geek about guitars than me. But uh, apparently he has like this uh, almost savant way of knowing every piece of equipment and what it does. And, oh, man, it's just it was nuts. But uh, that that was really cool. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know how you guys felt. But, you know, I felt pumped up. I got to talk to um, to Buddy for a while. Um Cause he's, he's in a similar position and, uh, I kind of, uh, look up to him and Bill, you know, it's kind of like, uh, they're kind of, they've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And, and I always admire the way that they just kind of keep their cool and, and kind of keep out of, keep out of nonsense. And if something gets mm-hmm. too out of line, they just kind of say their piece and, and, and roll out. But the, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I took from him after we, I think, man, we must've talked for close to an hour. But uh the biggest thing I took from him was he said that uh, don't let others define what the hobby is to you, you know, and that was that was pretty, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. What about you guys? Yeah. What you know, how was uh, did you did you hook with hook up with somebody that you didn't think you would like I saw it was pretty cool that the uh, you know that Matt and Lon came up. And I think that, um, you know everybody was into like into short tails and blunts. They were going nuts, you know? (laughs) Um,
5: yeah, it it uh, seemed like a lot of people had some interest when they were asking questions.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Your, your sales are going to be up or at least you're going to have a lot of cool carpets or conjures this year.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good tricks. Yeah. Me, me, me and Bill are already, uh, we're, we're already swapping some stuff. So, uh, that's pretty cool. It seems like Bill kind of jumped in. He uh, took all the Borneos in the auction. So,
3: mm-hmm.
5: um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, like I said, I wish I bounced around a little bit more in like unfamiliar territory, but like I hung with, of course, Lon a lot, and then uh, you know Jamie. I've been I've been talking to him at shows, and I, I wound up talking with him a lot, and you know just bouncing around, and I, I talk with Buddy and Bill a good amount, and that kind of stuff. I, but it, it was a lot of fun, and uh, just talking with Buddy again and Bill. And like you said, they have a – it doesn't seem like anything can bother them. (laughs) It's Mm. it's, They just seem so laid back, and and they seem to have a real positive spin on everything and have something good to say with how you should – you know, this is how I would handle it. And you just walk away saying, yeah, it's a pretty good idea. So like you said, I I heard you talking to Buddy for a while. I heard some of the things he was saying, and it was uh, pretty good stuff.
7: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't understand, you know, the importance that I think that Carpet Fest has now become. I think it's become a very important part of the community in and of itself because, you know, things things are said at Carpet Fest that aren't said online. Things are said in Carpet Fest that, you know, aren't talked about publicly or whatever, you know, it's almost like, you know, everybody gets a, cons- uh, you know, we'll come together with a problem and we'll get a consensus of that problem at Carpet Fest Lots of times, you know. Like, oh, this is happening this year. What's, what's up with this? Oh, well, this is the way I feel about it. Oh, this is the way I feel about it too. All right, then, is everybody in agreement with the way we feel about this? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, this is how we're going to handle it. You know, there's, you know, and, and that type of stuff you don't get online, you know. You don't get that type of um consensus really you know where people are open you know and then libations of course you know what I mean always kind of allow people to speak their mind and so you get a lot of people that have been dying to say something and finally have said it or you know who who have would want to talk about something and and feel like now that they're in a private place where they can talk to people one-on-one and they can they can do that and so I think that that's that's the reason why CarverFed is so important is that it's healthy for the community um to get all that stuff out and to, you know, break bread with one another and, and, and that whole thing, you know. Um mm-hmm. stupid little beefs like, Oh, I don't like Morphs, you like Morphs, all that kind of just totally goes away and, and that doesn't matter and what you keep, what I keep it just really does not matter. Um it really just comes back to, you know, who who you're friends with or who I'm friends like it don't it really doesn't matter when you're when you're breaking lobsters together, you know, it's just not the same so, you know when you do a pickle bags, <laughs> you know like it don't, yeah. it don't matter and you know, it just doesn't matter it's just it's just silly it's it's it, it puts everything into perspective and you know i, I it's it's almost like a Timmy's the same way you know Timmy's kind of the same way it's not really as much because it's the whole Timmy. you know it's 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 crazy it's 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 too hectic to really sit down and talk to one another but you know, um, but even that, you know, every time I leave a timely or any any time I leave Carver Fest I always feel, you know, ramped up and enthused about what I love. You know, because sometimes you get in this rut, the drama on Facebook. You know, the only way most of us communicate with each other is through Facebook and through online, and things are said that that a lot of people don't mean, or you may have taken something something some other way, or whatever, or it just gets too, rigid. you're tired of it and you just stay on Facebook for a while. Well, guess what? That's your connection to community that you're no longer a part of, and so when these events happen, you get to reconnect, and that's, I mean, that's a big thing. People that, are, I mean, people came here that weren't on Facebook, you know what I mean? We met quite a few yeah. guys. They're like, oh, I, I barely go on Facebook, uh, I'm not on there, or whatever, and you're like, okay, cool, and that means I would have never talked to you if we never, if we both didn't come here, you know? we I would have made this connection. So that's why, like, I, I try to tell people, I'm like, you know, there, I mean, there is an excuse for not coming, but really, if you were doing anything else but not there on that day for whatever reason, because you were too shy, or get over it and get there. You have to, it's, it's, I think it's important. It really is important. It's worth every penny it takes you to get out there. It's worth your, it's worth your time. I mean, it's just, it's just a really great time. I mean, you're good. You'll come out of there. It may cost you more money, because I'll tell you what, I came home and I'm like, oh man, I got to buy that new rack I've been, I've been waiting on, you know, because <laughs> you get all hyped up. Like, and you like, you want to, you just want to continue to chase that kind of, that goal that you have, you know, coming out of the carpet fest. And that's, that's, that's the key. It's positive. It's a hundred percent positive. There's nothing negative about it. hundred percent positive.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I always try to, uh, to, to put, positive spins on things. And I try to surround myself with positive people and it's not always easy to do, you know? Um, I see like, you know, Matt, just for you, I see how you are in the, uh, you know, in, in, in the short tail world and, and you're kind of that same kind of guy. I think I hear a lot of like feedback from other people about how they say that, you know, you, you, you put your two cents in when, when need be, but for the most part you, you, you're, you're drama free. And, uh, you know, you're there to to educate people and help people and, and, you know, uh, build buddies like that. And I think, I don't know, I think, I think most of the, everybody that I was there and talked to, um, I think they're on the same page. You know, it's not all that bullshit is, is kind of put to the side. And,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
1: you're there to, uh, to just geek out about what you, you really dig. I mean, come on, man. You know, th- like I think the difference with Tinley is, is that you're so geared to sell snakes, you know, or show off your your stuff that you've, you've been working on for years or, or however long um, that you've been doing it. Um, and uh, you know, you, you're really focused on that with, with carpet fest. The idea is you're kind of just, you're just chilling, man. You're just talking to people and the conversation can go, you know, wherever the conversation goes, maybe you talk about snakes, maybe talk about something else. But um, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I don't know. That's one of the uh, the added benefits to uh, to hanging out with people because I don't know about you guys, but when I'm out with my family <laughs> or my friends outside of the snake world, they don't want to hear about snakes. You know, they're like, "Shut the hell up, man!" <laughs> so,
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, it, it, it's you're you're definitely right about that. Like. I do like the if the big show after atmosphere. It's it's not quite as like intimate, I guess you could say. Um, it's it's more party time, but you do get to do things. And we used to when uh, I used to go to Daytona back when it was a lot better. Like um, mm-hmm. to to like the 05, maybe O four to two thousand nine stretch. Uh, people from the Blood Python's forum used to get together. We did it a few years, and it was only. I think it only lasted a few years we did it, but it was 10, 15, maybe 20 people sometimes. And it was just Mm -hmm. at the end of the night, but even just that was a lot better. You're putting faces to the people you talk to on the forum and you know, you you start talking about life. You're getting more into just, you know, you're talking about snakes, you're talking about life. It's not just about sales and it it was just, it was a good thing. And and I think even people that might not have loved each other on the forum, no one fought, And you might've met that person and realized, it's just petty why I might not like that person or feel that way about that person. You know, I, so carpet fest is definitely cool for that. It's so cool that I'm copying off you somewhat, not doing a blood fest. I'm just doing a small barbecue at my house, which I invited all you guys to, to uh, just for some reptile breeders. Most of them are people I know from short tails. I invited people that I know ain't going to make it. I just threw them an invite anyway. Um, don't expect them to fly down not like a lot of other people did. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely a cool idea. And I'll, I'm sure I'm going to be at every, at least, Northeast Carpet Fest. Maybe make some other ones. And hopefully it catches on with other just reptile people in general. And uh, If there's a little something else to do, you, you know, it's easy to get people to get together for reptile shows because you're, you're making money. I'd say what you guys do is awesome because it's hard to get people to come out, drive three, four hours away, fly in for mm-hmm. years you go uh, you're going i've told people I'm like wow you, you a guy from texas flew in guys from maryland are driving all you know three four hours away to go to a, a barbecue with a bunch of other breeders i'm like yeah oh, man, it's it's cool and people even like you know outsiders even go i don't know man i don't know if i would do that so it, it's cool that you're turning out of like that and that you've got i mean there's a whole bunch of other car process so it's it's catching on and hopefully they're just as big and like I said, I, I don't think I'll be able to make any of them this year, but maybe next year uh, excuse me. Maybe next year I'll be able to make some more and hopefully they're gonna be Python fest or uh short towel fest, who knows, you know, in, in the making and <laughs> and it could be it could be fun, it could be fun and like I said, I think it was a really, really cool thing you guys did. And the other personal I and mean, the other cool thing is yeah, at a reptile show you're there to sell snakes, but I would imagine most of the time you're going to be at one of the breeders' houses, and you get to see somebody's collection up close and personal. And see, and Owen's collection is pretty awesome, and I'm sure everyone else can agree because he has damn near every python. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. You're going to see a lot of things you don't get to commonly
1: see. You know,
5: so it, it was definitely cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Owen, and you do have quite uh, quite the collection of, uh, Thank you. of pythons.
3: I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm um, I said meant,
1: Pythons. I meant Boa. I'm sorry. My oh, thank you. Man. There it is.
2: There it is. You had
5: a few Pythons. It was a shitload oh, of man! For, and...
2: for, for a moment, Matt was nice. So I'm uh, glad that's over. We can get back yeah. to our lives. Um, <laughs> the only that's that's,
5: Pythons uh, I've seen were a bunch of Royals. That's all I've seen. A bunch of uh, Royals uh, in uh, uh, the carpet.
2: That's Oh, uh, uh, that's fighting words. But uh, huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm also kind of glad that. Uh, I know that everybody got to see all the animals or most of the animals in the snake room. And, uh, uh I know, uh, Romulus pretty much was outside of his cage for like two hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I handed him off to Zach and then I lost him for, you know, God knows how long. <laughs> I kept on
7: him. Don't worry. I was, I'll I,
2: I,
5: saw, I saw, I, <laughs> I saw I'm... him and Zach, I saw him and Zach drinking and eating chicken, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, just... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, man.
2: yeah. I saw that picture. Yeah. Um, I think Romulus sure. had a couple of shots. Yeah, you might have. That's why he's further and loopy. But um, I'm pretty sure I'm like I told you guys beforehand. I'm like, don't let anybody steal my stuff. Also, don't steal my stuff, guys. So it's like one of those. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was nice to have everybody here, and it was nice to have everybody. You know, all the stuff moving around. I mean, uh, just the interactions between everybody. There were some hilarious stuff going on. I mean, uh, Scott Gordon shows up with sweet tea and sweet tea mixed with moonshine and then we realize that none of it is labeled and I'm like, I am not gonna get Mike Curtin's kid drunk off moonshine. We have to label it. (laughs) And then they get there, Mike and his kids, and Mike's wife Allison goes, Well, we could've, you know, given them a drink or two, knocked them out, and made this day really fun. I'm like, Oh
3: okay, (laughs) never mind So (laughs) it's yeah, it was
2: just there. There the day was just full of just laughs and just fun. that by the end of the day, I was so exhausted. I hit, I hit my pillow, hit my bed. I slept, and like apparently, like Lon left before I woke up. I mean, a bunch of stuff had been moving on, going on before I even got out of my room, and uh, it wasn't even over with just uh, Saturday. It so,
1: yeah. We have uh, we have our good friend Bill uh, on the line here. What's hey, up, Bill. Guys, how you doing? <laughs> what a party!
6: <laughs>
3: oh, man, was it?
6: <laughs> I I woke up the next morning feeling probably how Zach looked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what does that even mean? <laughs>
6: I think you know. Yeah, you, you want it, man. <laughs> I let me tell you what happened. I left that party at, at like three o'clock in the morning and I drove to my hotel room and I set my alarm for like eight o'clock in the morning. Cause that's when my flight, my flight took off at like ten thirty or 11. I got to turn, return the rental car and all that. So I get up at eight o'clock, just in, in a coma, I get in the shower, I get out, I start putting my clothes on and I get an email from the airlines that says my flight has been delayed two and a half hours.
3: Oh, oh I like,
6: well, I was like, yes,
3: yeah, was, <laughs> you that's for
6: you. <laughs> right back in bed, man. Oh. Awesome. Yeah. So what'd you was, think, uh, Bill? Man, it was incredible. You know, I got to Owen's house at noon on Saturday, three oh, hours yeah. pre, three hours pre. And like before I know it, I mean, it's like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just yeah. man just in a snap in an instant it was it was over but uh man it was great i i just got uh started listening a few minutes ago but yeah you guys talked about the people the food and um man it just it, i don't see how it could have been any better the weather owens new place man just all the stars lined up it seemed like yeah
1: <laughs> so when's the uh the chondro fest
6: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It needs to be soon. The, pro- the, the problem is, is all the actions on the East Coast. I, figure, yeah, I that's figured right. that out. That's,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's I true. figured
6: that out, but uh, that's okay. I don't mind traveling. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I, I was I was glad that you made it out because you know, like I said, it's cool, you know, to hang out, to talk, and you know, just to uh, to to get to to talk to people and get there get their opinions on things and uh, how they feel about it. It's, it's just a, it's just a better atmosphere because, you know, like Zach said earlier, you you try to get your point across sometimes online and it really doesn't maybe come across the way you want it to, or maybe, you know, people take it a different way, but.
3: I I figured that out.
6: I figured that out at ICAST, Eric, you know, that was the first time Mm -hmm. I kind of ventured away from home and I got to meet and talk in person to people that I'd known for, some of them a decade and had never met them in person, just new knew forums online or whatever. But once you go and you do it once and you figure out in just a few hours, how you can really solidify those relationships with those people, it's, you know, and then, and then you're just hooked. And that's kind of what carpet fest was for me, you know, for a lot of people, uh, up there that I've just known my primarily, uh, online or in reptile communities. So I'd encourage people to do it. It's worth, uh, it's worth the two days, you know, it's all it is, it's two days out of your life and it's a few hundred bucks to get there and, you know,
1: man, just do it. It's the mm-hmm. price of a jag, you know? It's just, yeah. Just, it's, a <laughs> jag.
6: it's the, it's the <laughs> price of one cage. One cage. Yeah. Right.
7: Right. And, you know, that that's my argument to a lot of people. It's like, you know, they, they don't mind dropping 500 bucks on a snake, but 500 bucks on a plane ticket to go meet other snake nerds? Nope. Too much. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing. Even if even if you were looking at it from the aspect of you know, you're, let's say you're approaching this as a business type of thing. I mean, this is your chance to mm. uh, you know to mingle, to 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 put your name out there for people to meet you, oh. to put a name with a face, you know, and to solidify um, relationships to yeah you know, yeah network, man. You got to network, uh, especially in this. I mean, if nobody knows who you are. I was taught this a long, long time ago when I came into this, you know, Morelia world, and and Owen wanted to kill me. Um,
3: I
2: did, I did. Wanted <laughs> you dead.
1: It was, it was so real dead. simple. It's like you can have the nicest snake in the world, but if people don't know you, they ain't buying a snake from you. You know, it's just that simple. Yeah. They're just not. You know. No. Um, no. Because if if they're spending high dollars, you know somebody isn't going to hand over five thousand dollars to you if they don't know who the hell you are, you know, if you've never done business with people, and, and, and I don't know, I look at it as 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 the kind of uh, you know investment that's kind of worth it uh, in the long in the long run, you know. Um, absolutely, but who knows? absolutely, and,
6: oh man, it's just it's just even though I mean I agree with that, but just getting to know the people. I mean, like you know, I talked to. Mike Curtin, certainly didn't know him or have the relationship that I had with, uh, you know, use hack and Owen just from on online stuff. But, you know, then I get to meet Mike Curtin and his family and, and not that it, it wasn't that I didn't like Mike Curtin, I just didn't know him, you know, right. and then he brings this incredible family there and we just have a great time. And now I've been <laughs> able to put all those things, those little pieces I've known about Mike for a long time. And now I'm able to just solidify it, put it all together. And go, you know, man, no, he has got it going on. He's got great animals and a great family. I would have never you know
2: just I just stuff like that. Mike's Mike sat down on top of a cooler and just started like shucking clams for everybody just out of the blue, he just sat down and started doing it. So Yeah. And he's an awesome it was, guy. It was just he was just he was happy as can be just doing that. So, yeah, um, yeah he, he bought it.
5: a lot of the food. He bought a lot of the food, too, right? He did. A, I mean, he yeah. was just sitting there. It seemed like he was just working, man, and he was just having a good time.
2: Yeah. yeah. He, was, he, was, yep. he was popping clams open, doing all this stuff, and then they brought more clams that they cooked in the oven. So, and even then, there was, yeah, was still, like, this, it, you know, there, there was, said, was, was a bunch of rumble. in your kitchen. Yeah. Hot. yeah.
5: It was hot. It was hot as hell in your kitchen, and his wife was in there just working and cooking the whole time. Like, it was
6: yeah, definitely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just, just good people. Good people. Zach, did you tell him we uh, almost got arrested that night?
7: <laughs> <laughs> Bill, 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 I, you, uh, you took a ride, right? Well, you're you're professional. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if we want to throw that out there. You know, <laughs> you know I, don't, I don't know. You, I'm uh, professional. At work. Okay. Uh, Not
3: a carpet <laughs> fest.
7: So, so Bill tells me that <laughs> Bill tells me that he's got this, uh, you know, Challenger sitting outside. I say, whoa, 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 what do you mean you have a Challenger? Well, apparently, he rented one to get up to Garbage Fest, which I thought was a genius idea, because if you're going to come, come in style, you know what I mean? It was a nice car. It was an upgrade.
6: Yeah, it was a nice, nice car. car.
7: So, I was like, oh, man, I want to check it out. So, we we went out there, popped the hood, took a look around. Like, oh, man. And then, of course, he goes, let's take it for a spin. I'm like, I don't know, man. We've been kind of, I don't know. I was a little lazy. <laughs> I don't know if we should go take it for a spin. Oh, you know, I was feeling was good. Like in the he morning. was feeling good, but I don't know. So, fine, let's do it. Let's do it. Screw it. So, we jump in. This guy practically peels out of, <laughs> peels out <laughs> out of the corner, out of the parking spot. Goes around the corner. We flying down those, those little country roads. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I like, yeah. wow, this thing got some kicks. Oh, we had so much fun. And then oh, there we, no, we, Go ahead, go ahead. All <laughs> right, so then we, we started slow. We, I was like, all right, all right. I'm like, Bill, we got we got slow down, buddy. You know what I mean? D, you're out here. This is Pennsylvania. And then all of a sudden, Bill turns to he's like, Zach, stop being a pussy. <laughs> I, I lost it. I was cracking. I was like, oh, my God, this is the best experience ever. So we, 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 he finally slows down because he understands that I'm kind of freaking out. He slows it down. We're cruising. All of a sudden, there's a guy, like, behind his tail, and it's, like, real close. I'm looking like, wow, he's, like, way too close. It's got to be a cop. It's got to be a cop. It's got to be a cop. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm looking. I couldn't really see. And I'm like, we got to pull over. We got to pull over because I just let him pass. Because if he stays behind us for long enough, he may just find us suspicious and pulls over anyway. So I said, let's just, let's just pull over. And then finally Bill pulls over. We see him turn. Yeah, it, in fact, was a cop. Oh, my God. I was, I was <laughs> terrified. I was like, he must have heard us flying up and down those streets. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know. It was and wild. This, this, I was like, Bill, just take me home there. I feel, I, this was 2, of, <laughs> I feel this this was two o'clock in the, the morning.
5: I feel like way out of a ticket. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Bill would have got his way out of a ticket. I think he could have talked his way out of it if he got it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? And you you know what? That's what
3: Bill said.
7: He's like, Zach, don't worry. If they pull us over, I got this. I'm like, I don't know what your experience has been with cops, but my experience has been a little bit different, Bill. I would imagine Uh, Bro, it's different. I I was like, I I, don't know.
6: (laughs) I just wanted to spend another week in Pennsylvania. That's all.
3: Yeah, yeah, That's exactly yes. what it is.
7: Yeah, yeah. No, but we, we we ended up getting back, and, you know, I parallel parked before for him. You know, I used my little Philadelphia skills. I parallel parked that bad boy. Yeah, yeah
6: it was tight yeah. and by that time. Yep, we, we put it to rest. We put it to rest, and, uh, yeah, that was good. Counted, good counted our
7: blessings, and we went, went, went inside and drank more.
1: Pretend like nothing happened <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh that's funny. Owen lives in the middle of nowhere by the way, so there's does. He does. <laughs> like nothing yeah, going uh, on. Man.
2: There's nothing around it. There's not a Wawa for miles.
1: Yeah, which is quite nice, yeah. but
3: just, yeah. Um
1: I know uh I, well, I have this story. So <clears throat> the night the first night we get there, Owen says, well, I tell him we're we're trying to figure out sleeping spots and um this is the first time. Well, first of all, I'm usually the young guy, but now I'm the old guy, and I pull rank. I was like, "Man, I get to pull out my old guy card," and I was I like, to "Well, I'm, I'm taking like, a
3: right.
1: bed." <laughs> <laughs> so I get in this bed, and uh, you know, Mike's in the room with me. He's on the uh, on the on the mattress, on like one of those air mattresses things, and you can't move on this bed without it making <laughs> making a noise. So I feel like. I feel like the guy at the movie theater that's trying to open a bag of chips when it's like everything's real quiet. And I'm like, oh, my God, this house, there's nothing in this house. There's not a sound, not a peep, nothing. And I'm like, I just breathe. And it's like. (laughs) And and anywhere I turned, anywhere I moved. Oh, man, it was crazy. I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable at all. But I should have slept on the air mattress. But (laughs) that was funny, though. Um, And then. One of the uh, one of the people that I wanted to mention was uh, I, I'm I come in the inside into uh, Owen's uh, dining room um, and I'm standing there and there's Buddy and he's talking to this guy his name is uh, Matthew Moyle and um, you know yeah. he's he, he's got his phone out and he's showing pictures of carpets well you start showing pictures of carpet pythons I'm all in. You know, I Mm. I got my ears. I'm like, what's this guy doing over here? You know, and he just fascinated the hell out of me, man. I I told him he has to come on the show because he has so many backstories of things. Oh, my God. The guy blew my mind. It was mind blown. I could. I, I, It was probably the best guy I talked to at the whole thing because he's telling me about, you know, carpets coming into the country and, you know, uh, Mm. who bred what and and. Back in the days when, you know, I mean, we, you know, when I was talking to him, one of the things that I took from from him, the conversation was that, you know, today, it's almost like um, young herpers or people that are getting into it kind of take for granted, you know, mm-hmm. something like a water python or an olive python, you know, or a Walmart or something like that. You know, back in the day. They, they didn't know how to breed this stuff. You know what I mean? They they had no clue and um, Just to get it to he was telling me that you know, just to get it to copulate You know, they they'd go to like these little get-togethers uh, like uh, hurt meetings or whatever and you know One year they would be saying oh, yeah, they locked up, you know, and I was like, oh success yeah. And uh, we get pissed off if like, you know, we have an 18 egg clutch and one of the eggs goes bad I don't know. It just it really put things in perspective for me because, you know, I, I think like how much work that uh, that these species that we have is here. Uh, how much work went into them and getting them here and getting to the level that we're at now. I I, I don't know. It's, I think that that we really should take a step back and make sure that we preserve those kind of things. And and the biggest the other thing is is that he has a lot of stories that people need to know, you know, Mm -hmm. and he told me that there there'll be a time when he'll, he'll be able to come on and, and, uh, and and talk to us. But, uh, you know, it was, was it was just really good. I mean,
2: he was talking to me about breeding the first set of olives outside of Australia. I'm like, Hey, that's, I'm like, I would like you to tell me everything because next year Mm might, might be my first year with them. So, it was, uh, definitely cool to have him go through the stuff. So,
6: I mean, my there was no internet. Is, my understanding is his collection's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an old school guy. He's not posting pictures on Facebook. He, I, you know, I don't know if he's involved in any forums, but, um, John Martin told me that his collection is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, he told me he works with uh, Antaresia. He, he, he works with Bozo, so, and so, you know, <laughs> Rosie Boaz. Uh-huh. That's why no I wrote wonder down. He, No ah. wonder he was there. No wonder uh, was Rosie. there. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. the biggest honor yeah, for me so was, yeah, the biggest honor for me was is that he said that he loves the podcast. I mean, here's an old school guy. Who I don't even know an ounce of what this guy knows or experienced, and, and he's saying that he likes likes the show and listens to it as he cleans shit every week. So you're, right. you're probably cleaning All shit right. tomorrow, whatever. You know, hey Matthew, <laughs> here's a shout out for you. You know, hey, Matthew. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He was t- me and Buddy were particularly interested in his uh, Antaresia perthensis. Um, we were, uh, wanting to, he says, why the hell you want that, man? <laughs> They're so small, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I don't know. He, he breeds, uh, annulated boas, uh, Therae, Agurnia. That's right up your alley. Uh, yeah. Zach.
7: Yeah. You know? I talked to him for like a good, it felt like two hours. I don't know. He came up to me. He's like, so you're the skink guy. I'm like, Oh, uh, yeah, that, I think that'd be me. Yeah. I, I, you know, and he was like, uh, so he was talking to me about Gurnia and, and his Stokes uh, skinks and, you know, how he really wants Hosmerai and how, you know, he was talking about how he was breeding blue tongues back in the day. He had like a collection of over 50 of them and, you know, everything else. And he was one of the few people to have had success with them in the in the States back in the day and all that. I mean, it was just like, wow, he has, you know, he was just going off about all this stuff he was doing and all these experiences that I know the Oculus is this guy all day with this stuff. I mean, it was just, it, it, you know, that's, I think that's the kind of experience that we all hope to have. Yeah. You know, when we, yeah. when, we yeah,
6: when yeah. When you go to Carpet you know. Fest, that's right.
7: Yeah. We, 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 we hope that we run into, you know, all these old school guys who's going to school us on everything we thought we knew, you know? And, and uh, so, you know, I, I asked them about, you know, parasite treatment and, and things like that. And cause you know, there's a hundred different ways to treat your, animal with panic here i was like well how do you go about it well you do it like this and this, and this. say well somebody told me to do it this way they're like "Ah, oh, now that's ridiculous why would you do it like that i'm like i don't know was somebody told me to do And so like it was really cool to get that the guy who's had you know all that experience to sit down and you could literally pick his brain for a while i mean that's what that was, what it was about he was picking my brain too you know He he sat to talk to me so that was kind of cool you know, I was like, "Oh wow! All right, well, let's talk." You know, yeah, so <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was just, it was wild. I was like, well, "How do you? First sort of all, how do you even know who I am?" Oh, they shout you all the time on 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 Eric's show. Like,
1: okay, that's
7: the <laughs> <like>, NPR bump. <laughs> yeah, the NPR bump. We love that bump. Yeah. But I, so, uh, yeah, it was just really funny. You know, it was just kind of like kind of ironic. You know, it's just, it's just weird. It was just weird, but it, it, it was really cool. It was the whole experience was cool, and and. You know, I was a little tipsy at that point, but I remember a lot. <laughs> a little, I remember a, a lot. Little. I really did.
2: <laughs> I do I do enjoy it when Zach gets drunk because he gets more and more, you know, cliched, you know, Philly. And it's like his accent gets deeper. He starts getting all this stuff. <laughs> Use out some, you know, different words. It, it, it's so much more enjoyable. So...
7: Yeah, and it's I like got a little bit, I got I got a little more Hispanic. Like I'm always like you know, yeah. the dance moves, and and I get real cuddly. It's actually um, yeah, I get yeah, I get real affectionate. Yeah, I runs to the family. But uh, no, we we had a we had a, <laughs> we had a good time though. I mean, we really did. I mean, I got to tell you though, Bill, I was impressed. Man, Bill could party. Holy really <laughs> crap! Yeah, I'm crashing well, one night. Drink that. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, Bill was no joke. I remember I went downstairs, I I think, to plug my phone into the charger, into the bar downstairs, because most people were outside. I went downstairs, and there's Bill at the bar opening up the Grey Goose, just chilling back. I'm like, Bill, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just getting started, Zach. I'm like, it's like 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just cracking over a whole bottle of Grey Goose. So I'm like, oh, it's about to get real. He's like, ah, it's just good uh, times. <laughs>
6: Owen got into the hard stuff before I did. I did, and sure. that ended poorly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
7: That's for sure. But Bill, Bill gets there at twelve o'clock, right? And we all just kind of woke up because we were kind of up late that night, you know, the night before.
3: Yeah. Bill comes
7: in, he's like, he's like, uh, so uh, pass me a beer. I'm like, oh my god, is it kind of early for that? I was like, it's twelve o'clock, man. It's start. It's starting time. I'm like, oh man, here we go.
3: <laughs> I
6: didn't. I didn't have to twist your arm that hard, Zach.
7: No, you
3: didn't. Yeah, no, you did pass me
7: yeah. That <laughs> was too much fun. Oh, it was too much. But, you know, no, I don't think anybody got sick. I don't think anybody overdrank. I think, you know, we were all nope. – I think because we, we were eating so much that, you know,
1: it was good. You know, nobody – No, man, it was nobody. the pickle juice. It was the yeah, pickle yeah, was juice.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to get thrown <laughs> out until yeah. I get yeah, off the phone. That, that,
5: was, that was a good it Keeps thing. you hydrated. Anyone – I didn't see anyone out of hand. You know, you always, I guess no. you gotta worry about that. You don't know how everybody parties, so uh, everybody seemed pretty good. I mean, I, I had to sober up eventually because I planned on driving home. And I think I left, yeah. I left at 140, I left at 145, it was about an hour and 10 minute drive home, and then I got home tired as hell, and then I remembered I had feeders that day, and I wanted to feed, you know, I, do, I have all the hacks from Borneos, so I had to go mm. down there and drop like 70 hoppers in with the Borneos at nighttime, and then
0: i oh, wake up in the morning <laughs> to check yeah,
5: l- l- Luckily, most things were already eating, so I didn't have to worry too much. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Since it was Carpet Fest, I guess it kept me in the spirits of, like, I'm tired, but I should go feed my snakes. And the other party, I <laughs> yeah, think okay. I just went to bed.
2: <laughs> these, these things I just talked about for, like, hours on end, yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. So, so I yeah. think, yeah, that's what... I wanted to come someday, but I think when I rolled over and finally closed my eyes, I think it was like 4:40. I was like, I was, and then uh, I woke up late, so it was just. Uh, I couldn't imagine that
7: long, much more of a drive. Yeah. Yeah, someday. You know what? Someday was uh, it was a trip. Sunday for sure, <laughs> no doubt about that.
6: Hey, guys, you know what Buddy did? I talked to Buddy the next day and I said, Man, uh-huh. Buddy left after I did. I said, Man, you're
3: poor.
6: What time did you leave? And he said, well, I left at like three. And he goes, Well, I got home at, at like five. And then, yeah. so I slept in my car till nine.
3: So yeah, like, oh, he told I, me that too.
6: <laughs> I, I go, Buddy, you go two hours to get all the way to your house and you pulled up in your driveway and instead of getting in your nice warm bed, you slept in your car for four hours? <laughs> <laughs> Freaky, you, man, go, why in the fuck did you do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Part of the adventure.
7: <laughs> that, that is not a Part legitimate excuse. Yeah. He,
6: goes,
2: he
7: just he you. just didn't want it to end. He just didn't want the night to end. That's what it was.
3: Jesus.
7: <laughs> he got home, he was what like, but Screw it. it, I don't want this night to end, even if this next four hours, you know? Real the games I mean, when I go fine. in the house.
6: you going to sleep in your car? That's fine. Sleep in your car to, in Owen's driveway, not your own.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I a hear you. Floor
7: in Owen's house. It's exactly. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and quite a few people did that, man. Quite a few people crashed. So, you know, oh, uh, man, not a problem. Take one of the younger
2: guys out of an air mattress that Owen has in his house. You can do that. <laughs> I'd let you.
4: Exactly. <laughs> I would have given up. Yeah, yeah
7: but that, I mean... That was really funny. I tell you what, I was surprised. I, I even turned to Buddy. I was like, Buddy, you're still out? He was like, what's that supposed to mean, Zach? I'm like, I don't know, Buddy. I just didn't expect it. Like, I don't know. I just, you know. You know, Buddy's very calm. He doesn't get too excitable. But he's, got, like, he's, he's a party, man. He could throw down for sure. Definitely buddy looked like goodbye. he was
1: having a good time.
7: Oh, yeah.
6: Buddy was, yeah, Buddy had a great time. So I said my goodbyes to everybody uh, except for Owen. Oh, and you were on the phone with Howard for, I don't know, how long?
4: He caught me on the
2: phone and then wouldn't let me leave. So. <laughs> Howard, I think he Howard, had he remorse. remorse. He did. Howard met <laughs> and was trying to live vicariously through me. So, like, I had to explain everything of where this went, how this went, where this was going. Uh he was the one who told me to round up, he told me to round up everybody right now at 3 a.m. and make them clean the house. I'm like, nobody's going to do that right now. Everybody's (laughs) half dead. (laughs) That ain't happening. So, um, but yeah, he, uh, he kept me on the phone for a while because he said that he was, he was on call. He wasn't able to make it. So, you know, one of those things where he still wanted to be a part of it.
3: Yeah.
1: The, uh, we, we, we glanced over uh, one thing is uh, usually people don't bring uh, animals to uh, Carpet mm. Fest, but uh, Mr. Mike Curtin had no. to bring these specific animals just because uh, he just had to. I'm glad he did. Me he read too. Ocelot Jag to Ocelot Jag, and the, the clutch that he got is just insane. Oh my mm-hmm. god. I, I mean I don't I, I don't know who saw it who didn't, but oh my god. It's just nuts. But the odds of, of getting what he got. So he got correct me if I'm
6: wrong, but he got no Lucy's. Yeah, I think it did he have yep. tw- I think he had twelve eggs. Yep. Had twelve yep. eggs, no Lucy's, two non jags, and ten jags. All of them ocelot pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them severely oscillated, and one of the non-Jags, one of the Sibs, was heavily oscillated as well.
7: So, yeah.
3: Just,
6: just incredible, crazy.
7: And and, and crazy. I would say that was my biggest regret of the day is I didn't even get to look at them. Terrible.
6: You missed it. Zach. Yeah, you were cooking. <laughs> they were. They were I,
7: I was cooking twenty pounds of chicken. You know what I mean. I was like, I couldn't get away from the grill, and 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 uh, you know, without potentially burning something, I was looking. I was trying to look. I was trying to act, and then I was I was hoping to you know ask them to go look for look at them later. But then I got caught up with everything, and I was able to see them. But they looked good from afar. <laughs> <laughs> really good.
1: Yeah, they had some crazy patterns on there. Crazy, crazy patterns. Good. they did. Uh, but, uh, Bill, now you're officially a uh, short tail python. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are the, uh, Matt and Lon still on?
2: Yeah, Matt's uh, I'm here. here.
1: I
6: don't think Lon ever called in. Yeah, I'm still
1: here. Lon right didn't now. call, but
2: Matt's still here.
6: Yeah, you know, you're talking to Eric about just kind of, you know, you go to th- something like Carpet Fest and just kind of refuels your, you know, your passion or, you know, you just kind of get caught up in the moment. And, man, that's fun, isn't it?
5: Yeah. yeah, so definitely a lot of fun. Man, that's oh, that's yeah.
6: just kind of yeah. what happened. That's just kind of what happened to me. Um, but I had been eyeing your additions from afar for several months, so I, I knew what I was getting myself into, or I think I did or do. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah,
5: yeah, you'll love them. Those guys pay no attention to pay no attention to what Owen's uh, Red Blood was doing there. What you're getting from me and Lon aren't going to do that. I can tell you
2: that. Hey, hey, I I don't believe these guys. Um, you know, Bill. I I was told myself, being a young impressionable person, that they would be settled and happy animals. But
5: I don't know.
3: He he. Owen
5: Owen got his from Lon, and it was a nice animal. I don't know what, <laughs> but what, when what he Owen did, did do it. it. Yeah, <laughs> he just—I think he kept on slapping it, saying you're not a boa, you're not well, a boa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess I... Listen,
6: uh,
2: hey, Maddie, still he's close trying to would breed. Not. Yeah, it's so
6: discriminated <laughs> against.
7: That's what it is. That's wrong. Maddie's
6: trying to Maddie's trying to breed that thing to a rough scale is a problem. That's probably <laughs> yeah, it. Right?
7: I, I would not let
2: my my sexy rough scale <laughs> near my angry slug of
3: a blood so, <laughs> oh.
2: See that's it. You're calling him an angry slug.
7: I mean, just
3: yeah. All use that, yeah,
7: that negative negativity, man. That's, that's the problem. The negativity. I, <laughs> I try, try to, to tell him listen. that. In
6: all seriousness, you guys could not have represented. Uh, you know, could not have better representation to have Matt and Lon there. Two guys. I mean, you know, yeah, I was. It, they're uh, short tail guys, but they both have. They both have carpets. And they're both Morilla. Fans. I, I try to picture myself going, you know, being the opposite, you know, maybe having a couple of short tails, but being mostly a Marillia guy and then going to one of their fests, it'd be kind of, I'd, I'd be intimidated. It'd be hard um, a, a little bit, but uh, those guys, man, they did awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah I, I, was, I was slightly worried, but not really. I mean, I wasn't worried. I was just like, Oh, I wonder how we're going to be viewed. But um, I, that's the thing. I but the guys that were there and, and, it, you got, everybody was so friendly, so yeah. after the first two beers, it was, yeah you know, everything was normal, you know, just, like, talking, like, with anyone else.
6: That was 12-15 so, for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Uh, it yeah, was. so I
5: think
6: you're,
5: I think you're the first, one of the first people i seen when I walked in, pretty, besides that yeah.
6: on the grill, i seen Bill standing yeah. there, so. Yeah. Well, I told you I was going to nab you, because I needed some massive oh, yeah, knowledge, and I got well, it.
5: I was tied up at work today, but all week I'm going to give you the the history lesson on on some, uh, sending you lots of pictures and info on uh, Borneos and, and everything else. So starting fired tomorrow, up. starting tomorrow. It, there you <laughs> go. go. Yeah, a lot of fun. But uh-huh. uh, and and that the, what I'm looking at with, with your condors, man. That I'm fired up. I'm I'm excited, and I've been sitting there. I'm looking at your carpets and then even I mean like even your your ball python stuff, which is I know Royal, sorry, I don't want to bring royal to well. Yeah, <laughs> yes, even your yep.
6: don't,
3: make, don't, even make, Royals, Aaron, Royals don't make Eric
5: mute you. Yeah. Well yeah. be fine. It's <laughs> <as> Owen. <laughs>
1: uh, right. I am a frightening individual. So <laughs> well Yeah, Bill right. Bill has uh Creme de la creme on all levels in his collection, you know, yeah. carpets. Really yeah. really
6: you know what's kind of bummed about? It. It's kind of you know the the royal bashing. Those days are kind of over. It's been really quiet for the last mm-hmm. year. You know, a couple of years ago it seemed to really come to a head, mm-hmm. where yeah. you know, it, uh, yeah, just it was.
5: I, I was going to say I think you should state that it was a, it was carpet fest. Had a couple, that you know everyone there has not just carpets, and I don't think I heard anybody just sitting there, bashing ball pythons like you think you would hear at a reptile party if there were people not in the ball pythons. I didn't hear. There were a couple of cracks. There's always going to be that because people had ball pythons there, but no one focused on whining like the ball community's messing up this or well, it's like the ball crowd. You know, it was none of that. So that was that was a positive. You know,
6: two years ago it would it would have and. I always, I always relished it when it happened. I, I enjoyed it, you know, and it's kind of boring now that it, that seems to be passing. (laughs) 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 You
5: you like that? You like the give and take of sticking up for ball pythons or. uh, Oh man.
1: I, man, I love it. I love it.
5: Yeah.
1: You know, uh, I, I don't know. One of the things when I was talking to buddy is, you know, um, putting, you know, me and Owen being in a, in a position where I, that we're kind of the voice of the of the community, you know? Uh, we're the only podcast for Morelia. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. other people could start one if they wanted to, but you know, at, at this moment, we're, we're the ones that are kind of the voice and you have new people coming in. And I think, I remember early on, um, me and Owen used to do that. Um, and I don't, I think at one point it just, I, I think I heard it on another podcast, And, um, you know, he had a picture of a ball python on a toilet. And I was like, you know what, that's just, that's enough, man. I just, Mm. you heard it. And it was like, I I just can't, I can't be a part of that negativity, man, because somebody new is coming into this and they're going to, if I was new coming into that and that's what was going on, I'd be like, what the hell, you know, um, I think I get more mad – I get more mad at the – some of the Morelia people um, for what goes on lately as opposed to the ball people because at least they're straight. (laughs) You know, they tell you that this Mm -hmm. is what they're doing. You know, uh, some some of the other people, they – it seems that they're a little bit hypocritical in my eyes. Not that there's anything wrong with – some of the positions that they're taking, because to each their own, man. I don't care. It is what you're doing, what you do, and I'll do me. And but, you know, I just don't like. Do you, Boo Boo? That's right. <laughs> I just don't like the hypocr- hip hypocrisy of the whole thing. You know, it's like for years you had to listen to people come on and say, ah, ball pythons and ball python breeders and blah 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 blah, and and then more, more for now, money does. Yeah. It seems like when those two words come into play, shit starts to get fucked up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Morph. No Preach it. Morph and money. money. M&M's, mm-hmm. man. Shit gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Too many people want uh, yeah, to make
5: you, once a you start, in it. Once you start talking about Morph for money, it's it's not hobby that gets that It's industry Mm-hmm. Market yeah.
3: business,
5: it, yeah. Market. It, it, shouldn't, yep. it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it mm-hmm. it shouldn't. I don't ever look. I like morphs, and I don't look at it that way. But I, I even get, and people do it that I know and like, I and mean, even maybe you guys do it. Some I don't, I don't know. But I, you know, when someone starts going well, in the industry, and in I still like to call it a hobby. You know, um, I, I understand some people. I guess it is when when they're selling snakes, and that's the only thing they're doing to keep their lights on. I guess it's okay for them to call it that. I guess that's what you would have to call it. But so many people, basement breeders, people doing it for fun and want to call it industry, industry, business, business, you know, that's where that's where it starts to get hairy and everyone starts to get angry and stuff. You know, it's
1: it's it tiring. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. You know, <laughs> I think I think the people that are doing this for a living, um, I think they need to realize that a lot of us do it as a hobby. And they need to keep it uh, – either they have to be really creative, in in and now they come up with way. – I've been saying this for years. Like, you know, if you're going to breed carpets or chondros or something that's a, you know, a display animal, you should probably have, like, really nice naturalistic setup. I mean, I think of Greg Maxwell, right? Mm-hmm you can say what you will about whether you agree with how he kept conjures or not or whatever i know there's you know a lot of carpet people think he was a you know not 100 percent right in how he kept them but whenever i saw his website or his book or anything of the sort and just like his cage setups and his the way he displayed his animals made me want to have that in my living room instead of a fish tank you know what I mean? Not not necessarily in the mindset that oh, I want to breed these guys, you know. Um, and I, and I know that that's how this hobby has gotten, but I don't know. I, I I would approach it. I would if I was doing it for a living, that would be my approach. Because basically, what you're doing is you're you're I, you, that would be. <laughs> That would be like saying, okay, I have this recipe for potato salad or whatever and, uh, you know, well, I'm just going to give it to you so you don't have to shop here anymore. That's just silly. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make any business sense. It's the dumbest business move I heard. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. but Well, no, I, I've never I've never begrudged begr- 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 the people that,
6: that do it or try to do it for a business. I mean, I just, you know, we all have to coexist as long as they're Taking care of the animals and have some level of passion for the animals. If they want to try to make, you know, serious money or try to earn a living doing it, you know, let them try. But it, I mean, I feel sorry. I'm talking to because it's a tough, it's a tough road. To, people have done, done it successfully, they've done it well, but man, I, it just to be tough, I think.
5: Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm always one that thinks there's room for everybody. Um, not too much of everybody, but, like, you know, I, even even flippers. Everyone hates flippers, it seems like. And, you know, they're not always the most honest or good people. But flippers do, they can make a good thing. They're, they're at every show, and they get a hold of some snakes. And, you know, every every table can be all ball pythons or all bearded dragons. Generally, flippers have a little bit of everything. So somebody uh, doesn't know they buy yeah. something different, and it, it plugs them into stuff. You know, they yeah, start looking I, at them. I
6: agree. Matt, I agree. I, I know a couple of flip, and they take good care of the animals, and they take good care of their customers, and that's, you know, to me, that's that's important. Uh, you know, I,
3: mean, yeah. I, I don't it's begrudge a, them almost, for
6: doing that. It's
5: almost like a gateway, because, I mean, a lot of the breeder, big breeders or, or big name breeders or, or good breeders aren't coming to shows anymore, or, or at least not spread out. So if, if a decent flipper, even even a bad one, gets somebody, an animal, to where it opens their eyes and they start searching, searching Facebook, the internet period, it, it opens the door. It's like a gateway to things like that. And, and of course, you, it's not really a gateway to ball pythons or bearded dragons or leopard geckos and that kind of stuff because that's everywhere. And you're going to go to the table where there's a ton of variety and it looks beautiful and clean. So, you know, even, even business people, uh, flippers. I think there is room for everybody, but like I said, not not too many of them.
3: <laughs> right.
6: They're, yeah. they're, the market will dictate how many there. Are, you know. I mean, yeah, when, exactly. once there's too exactly. many, they'll they'll cease to exist. Yes. Yes.
5: But you you see on these groups, like I mean, people just want to flipper. Oh, like you know, and, and I get it. Some of them are bad, but some of them aren't bad. People aren't. They don't keep animals bad, like you said, Bill. They they keep. Nice things, and like, there's just going to be room for them. You're not going to get rid of them, just like you're not going to get rid of just the guys, like like Eric said, that are just business people. They're doing it; that's their full-time job. And to tell you the truth, they try. I'm with you, Eric, 100%. Like they should realize that to to reserve this hobby, they're going to have to do things differently. But they don't give a shit because that's how they feed their family. So I mean, I guess at that point, it's they got to do what they got to do, and and that's the stinky part about being this is their nine to five is selling snakes. That's why I just wouldn't, I couldn't imagine doing it would suck all the fun out of it for me. Cause that's why I'm in it to begin with. If I was in it to make money, I I think I'd have a whole different collection. <laughs> Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I crack up when people are like, man, you must make crazy money. I'm like, no, I I, I mostly have <laughs> Borneo short tails. Do you think I most, you think I'm earning money from Borneo short tails? You, you
1: must be out of your mind.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: it's,
3: it's,
1: that's funny. I mean, don't get me. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm against like guys that do it full time. I'm not. You know. No, uh, I, I didn't take it that way. way. I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just think that that. I think that. I don't know. It just. I think that. I think you're right that there that there has to be room for everybody, and I think that uh, that 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 it's a great thing. I just think that there needs to be. Uh, You know, I think, Bill, you brought this up on uh, GTP Keeper Radio, Um, you know, like Condro guys going to shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that if they're out there showing that, you know, because you're walking around a show. You know, you take Tinley, right? On the second day, most people are there and they're coming there to just see snakes or see reptiles. You know, they, they're they not they're not there to go and be the next big breeder or whatever. They're just like, oh, something to do on a Sunday. Let's take our kids there. Because I got to be honest, when when I first was getting back into it, that's what I did at the one that was in Philly. You know, I, yep. I didn't. Yep. Go down there and say, oh, "I'm going to be the next uh, big breeder here, so uh, let me stock up." It was just—it was a chance to see animals that you can't even see at a zoo. You know what I mean? Like, right. wow, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be—I'm going to be blown away. I, this guy's going to be there. Yeah. This—they're going to have this. Um, and I think if, the, if if more, go ahead. No, I was going to say, let me tell you something. Flippers
6: and professional breeders are always going to be afraid of guys like you, me, and Owen. And everybody that's on this call right now, and everybody that was at Carpet Fest, we're not afraid of them.
3: Mm.
6: I'm not afraid of those. those guys, don't threaten me, threaten me what I no. do, how I keep my animals, what shows I go to, what shows I vend, what animals I sell. It's the opposite. They right. are threatened by us. And once you figure that out, and once you believe that, then your perspective changes on the business aspect of of this hobby they're afraid of us yeah Yeah,
1: that's a
6: good point i never thought (laughs)
1: yeah see now you
6: got me fired up bill (laughs) (laughs) we we don't need you know we don't need the money from this they do and they're they they get desperate and wring their hands and do things that we wouldn't think about doing and it's because we threaten them
5: yeah. And, yeah. and like there's, I said, as much positivity as I just gave flippers, of course, there's tons of negativity and it could go the opposite way. Someone might get into an animal and it's a,
3: yeah,
7: the, the,
5: the seller's terrible and they might have no desire because they think that's how they all are. But I think most people that really want to get into an animal, they could tell they got a crap animal and they're going to search and ask what what happened with this one. And then, you know, people are going to enlighten them to say, well, you bought off a guy who buys off other people and rides, a. you know, that animal basically lives in a truck. They don't take care of it right. They probably mislabeled it. you got to, yeah. you know, go look at this group, see people. You, you can plug into people that way, and that's how people really get started. And, you know, that, that's the good thing. But obviously, like I said, I'm not promoting. I don't want anyone to think I'm promoting flippers. <laughs> I don't – I'm not appreciative of them. Uh, but like I said, I think there is room. For everybody. That's, that's what I think. I, it seems like in the reptile hobby nowadays, people just think it should all be people with just pure Eric's word passion and, and want to love all the hobbies, but it's just not always going to be that way. There's always going to be yeah. the resellers and just the guys that look at it strictly from, a, I mean, even the guys look at it strictly from a business point. They might've loved it at one time or so I've loved for it, but it's about
6: paying the bills at this point. They're, they're frustrated. And and that, yeah, but, you know, but Matt, you can be a flipper and do both. You can be a flipper and still and still have passion for the animal. I mean, oh, you can! Flippers that oh, I you know can. that I that I you know would trust or would do business with are those people. Just because they're not breeding the animal, they still have passion for it, and you know. So uh, I don't. Yeah, don't I, I, me But, but there's I, a lot of flippers that are not that way, where they don't care about the animal. They just want the money that, you know, it could be a gold necklace or it could be a carpet python they oh, yeah, yeah. wouldn't know or care the difference. No, there's
5: definitely good people. I don't even want to call them all flippers because there's people that represent the things right. They only buy off of certain people and they want the information and it, it's not like, you know, whatever bad flipper, I'm not going to name names. You know, they just take anything, they mislabel it, they don't even care. You know, you try yeah. to give them information, they don't even want it. You know, because there's yeah. people that really do that. They buy off only of certain people. They represent the animal right. They're not at every single show. The animal's not living in the truck. You know, and they get people. You know, they want to know they 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 want to know the breeder and they want to do the right thing by it. And they even breed themselves. They have animals that they breed even, and they take the. You know, uh, you you get what I'm saying. I'm rambling on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. No.
1: no.
3: no.
2: Absolutely. Yeah there you go <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that i'm right here uh i'm saying there's, there's so many different ways you can approach the reptile community as well as the industry and uh, you know you can't fault anybody for the way they do things or the way that they represent themselves i mean you can only really kind of judge a person by uh the way they run their business and the way that they represent the animals and how they care for their animals so if you're a guy whose sole purpose is to run around and buy stuff and then resell, that's fine. Just as long as you're not buying the worst crap imaginable, not trying to fix it, and then just releasing it on to the public at a ridiculously cheap price. That's where I would find a problem with anybody who's labeled as a flipper. Um,
6: yeah, or, or just but, as bad not knowing, not knowing anything about the animals that you're selling.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, oh, not
6: not to cut you off, but I, I
5: know you go through it because we're at the same show, Hamburg. How many yes. times has someone looked at your table forever, asked you questions, came back with a carpet and asking yeah. them what's wrong with it? What is this? What is? I mean, I, I have it with Borneos and, and people will buy blood and ask the same thing. All buy blood. I bought it from that guy in a corner and it was 80 bucks. I know yours were more why is it so skinny? Why is this one have bugs on it? Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, and, I, and
2: I feel for the guy. And I don't know I don't know how many times in my head I'll say, Next time something like that happens, I ain't helping. But I'll help every single But you always else. do. And I always I do I do the same thing. I us
1: yeah. see first, here here's where you guys
2: mouth, God, quiet you the first thing out of my mouth <laughs> Um they come back and they go, Why is your yours more expensive? Be like, Well I stand by my animals and I have ten years experience breeding and raising these particular types of animals. So if you go and buy Yeah, if you buy one of my animals if something goes wrong, you can call me at two in the morning. I won't be happy, but I will help you through whatever's going wrong. I got vets and places in the area or in the tri state that I can point you in the right direction if you need to go that way. You call those guys and say, this animal that I've grown attached to is dying. They're going to say, well, if it dies, come back and maybe we'll give you another one. Or that's not our problem. So you want to spend the 80 bucks over there or do you want to come over here? And you know what? Sometimes when they come back with the $80 animal and it went wrong, I will flat out tell them, well, you should have gone, you should have bought it here. And then I'll help them through it. And then a lot of times when you do that and you help somebody... You've now given the customer for the rest of their lives because now they're going to come to you. I've had that happen.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, you know what, though? You know what, you guys are missing is that when you have that new reptile person that's coming in, and yeah, maybe they only have 80 bucks in their pocket and they really want to get, you know, a carpet python or a short tail or whatever. Is that positive experience that you gave them? Hopefully, they learned a valuable lesson, and they're going to look up to you and, and you know, later on coming back to you and, and say, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Oh man, think of, i don't know if you've ever been in the position, but you—you go and you buy. I think I did this with, with carpet pythons. My, my first carpet python is ugly as hell. You know what I mean, uh-huh. but just the fact that it was a carpet python, I bought it at a pet shop. You know, yeah. and I started trying to to look look them up and everything. And I'm like, well, why doesn't my jungle carpet look like 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 Headhunter Jungle Carpet? How come? <laughs> you know? Well, <laughs> this is why. You know, um, and then if if I don't know, it's just those things that you remember those people. You know, that's why I you take somebody like Jason <laughs> Balen You know, like. look up to that guy a lot because when uh when uh you know I didn't know anything about carpets here's this guy taking the time to show me uh you know uh, this is whatever and he gave me a carpet that I could afford and I don't know just the way he approached it made me want to buy from him maybe it's just the way I am and I know not everybody's like that you know there are some people that they're just going to go and get the cheapest (laughs) carpet that they can get um well,
3: I think if, I think we probably, Yeah, I think we've you,
6: probably all experienced all spectrums of that. I mean, you right. said this before, to you know, maybe to you, Eric, in the reptile business, you see the best of the best and the worst of the worst. I mean, you know, you see some really bad people in the community, but then you see some really stellar people, and that's both buyers and sellers. Um, I mean, I've experienced everything that you said. I've had people that have milked me, used me, come over to my room, had me sex animals for them, um, you know, whatever. And then, you know, with all these false promises and you never hear from them again or they buy something else or whatever. But then I've had people that – and it doesn't matter what socioeconomic, you know, path you're talking about here – People that have very little money and people that have a lot of money, you know, they'll they'll come and either talk to me at a show, come you know, come to my house, meet in my room, and then they're hooked, you know, they're hooked. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, those are the people that you really value. Those are the relationships you really, you know, those are the people you go, why well, you know, you know, this is a stand-up person. I don't care how much money they have or how much they want to spend. You, I can always find something for them. Right, And, and well, you know, I'm willing to spend the time and all that with them.
1: Yeah, and you want to talk about the best of the best. So I'm going to bring it full circle. And, you know, at the Carpet Fest, to me, that was the best of the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have yeah. <laughs> you have uh, not only the Carpet Python people that are on point. Uh, you have the Condro people that are on point. And then you have the short tail people that are on point, you know. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just uh, you know, the, that's that's an added benefit to to going to an to an event like that, you know. Um,
6: yeah. Only the only uh, the cream of the cream is going to show up at a place
1: like Carpet Fest. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Heck yeah.
6: It's true. Because
2: <laughs> and me because it was at my house, but um. <laughs> <laughs>
7: wow. You don't even yeah. have to make fun of Owen anymore. I, he he does it I,
2: himself. I have Stockholm syndrome at this point. It's due to myself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I mean, Owen, you were you were nervous, dude. You were nervous about how this it over.
3: I, can I tell. Would, would
2: because there were because there's far too many people who I first off respect and admire in the reptile mm. community. That were coming to my house. They're gonna look at my animals in my cages. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. And you know, I mean if it's Eric, you know, he's lucky if I even clean the paper, but
1: it's like, you know, (laughs) he usually makes me clean the paper.
2: (laughs) You're damn right. I do. But it's like, but now there's like, everybody's coming here and you know, you take pictures of your animals and you, of course people have seen your animals, but you know, you make sure there's not any poop in the picture. You make sure the lighting's good. Make sure it's a good representation of the animal. Now you're like, you see them without their makeup on. Like, you know, it's could uh, it could be bad if it's not done right. So yeah, I was quite nervous about people seeing everybody. And of course the, the Rep- blood took a huge crap like, <laughs> Somewhere within
1: the hour after we checked on it and everybody arrived. So Yeah, re- reptile reptile people will appreciate this. So the day oh, yeah. before Owen goes and cleans all his cages. He did an awesome job, by the way. I was quite impressed because, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> I I know how, like, sometimes we all have those off days and it's like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to. They'll be fine tomorrow. No. <laughs> I'll just give that tomorrow. <laughs> uh, me and Owen have both seen that in, uh, in our rooms to where it's like, okay, well, you know, I just changed the paper. I swear to God, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> Please so, <laughs> don't judge
3: me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: So, so anyway, Owen goes and he cleans everything. We go down. This is Friday night. We're looking around. Everything's immaculate, you know, going through, blah, blah, blah. And uh, sure enough, just like in good old Python fashion, you put in fresh paper, they decide that they're just going to yep. take a massive shit
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: or they're yeah. going to urate all over the place. Yeah. So... Owen Quick, uh, the following morning's like, you, you, and you, you need to go and start cleaning <laughs> snakes. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: I pointed at one of you, and there were four of you downstairs cleaning snakes. I'm like, how many people can take to clean a python cage? It's like, all of you... We are got like, it done Whoa. quick. Well, the thing is, I'm like, all right, everybody needs to just take a job, and you all volunteer to go clean pythons. It's like, okay, <laughs> thank
3: you. I'll vacuum. So it's like, you know... <laughs> Exactly <laughs> yeah,
6: but Zach. Can, <laughs> Zach can crawl in the cages. It's it's an unfair advantage. Is. <laughs>
7: all right, Bill. All right, Bill.
6: <laughs> Zach could live in the tank
2: I built in the freaking living room. So you've been quiet. You've been quiet too long, Zach. Come on.
7: Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening in, man. You know, I just you know, the way you guys rant about flippers and you know all that?" I'll let you rant.
1: all right. All right. <laughs> You're not gonna hashtag I don't give a fuck yeah. <laughs> <Not gonna jump> <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah, I'm
7: not gonna touch that one. I don't know. You wanna get me all riled up, you know. I'm just gonna leave that one there, you know. Leave
6: that one there. <laughs> You know how many trying, times I tried to get Matt to, to get that blood python out?
2: Uh, several, he, he, he just, I believe.
6: He just he just refused. He was up he was climbing up those stairs out of that room and I just kept I was heckling him. I was begging him, praising him. Every, <laughs>
1: everything I could do. No, Nothing worked. <laughs> it, nothing worked. Oh, man. She, she you got to go see his. Yeah, uh, you know, I wish we could have got you over to see his setup, Bill, man. Oh, you going to be impressed. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I,
2: know. I know. He's I know. high end. <laughs> his, are, his are way bigger than mine. His are way more impressive than mine. They're prettier and better behaved. So, you know the fact that you saw mine and still were like blood pythons are a good idea just screams that you might be insane so
0: <laughs> one of these nah, days. they're
1: good man they're good no worries the uh the other thing is this year uh <clears throat> we um decided to take a trip the following day yes. to uh to, to rep the land um uh, we figured if people were coming out of their way to come up, maybe we should try to figure out something that uh, that you know would would not that carpet fest is not worth it, but uh, maybe a little added bonus. Um, mm-hmm. So we went to uh, Reptiland, which is a AZA accredited zoo uh, that just pretty much has reptiles uh, and dinosaurs. Not a fan of the dinosaur part, but course. hey.
7: <laughs>
1: yeah,
7: yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh my god you know what the funniest bit about that though we, I think we all woke up and I think like Eric was finally thinking like I was like I don't even want to like I was, yeah I don't like, want to go back to bed I just want to go back to bed I'm not sure if like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> would what it was... be worth it like do we really yeah. want to go how bad like is it is it going to be that like cool like you know and we were having Second and so I was thinking, nah, this guy came all the way out from Texas to go to this thing, and we better not let him down. Yeah. We better get our asses up and uh, and go. And you know what? I, I'm glad we did because um, it was just it was just really cool, man. It was really cool. But I, I have to tell you, driving uh through the uh, oh. hills of Pennsylvania when you have a hangover, <laughs>
3: yo,
1: <Pennsylvania. laughs> that's, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah these yeah, these i had uh i had with me zach and uh, uh mike and yeah. <clears throat> we're driving and these two i'm i'm feeling good it's all the pickle juice i drank swear to god
3: that anyway i'm it. feeling
1: good let's go matt <laughs> oh matt had to drop off by the way he uh okay his, his uh, daughter woke up um but uh, we're driving, and these guys are like, dude, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to throw up. Uh,
0: oh, my oh, gosh. Holy
1: <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> they were just like every little move. And then, you know, of course, my ca- my car like, was acting up on me a bit, uh, which, mm-hmm. you know, made for the ride even more fun. But, uh, yeah, we had uh, – Zach's right. I think at one point we were both drinking coffee or something, and I was like, oh, man – I don't know if I want to make this drive because I thought it was an hour. Owen lied to me. He told me it was an hour. But he did. It was two he hours. Did
2: <laughs> no, it was, he it was almost two and a half. I mean. Owen, Owen lied and um, Eric refuses to acknowledge this thing known as Google. So he was unable to pick
3: it up himself. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so we had uh, Andy Krause who came up from, uh, from Texas and. Uh, yeah. Who, by the way, is, is a pretty cool guy. He works with Sea Turtles, and he was talking yeah, to me about like,
2: that. We didn't know Just... that until, like, we, we found that out eating cheeseburgers on the way back from Reptland. He goes, yeah, we're with Sea
7: Turtles. I'm like, "The hell!" I'm like, yeah. I opened with that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I opened with that. I opened with that. So, you know, yeah. like, even on a day, I would be like, "Uh, and uh, I work with sea turtles, and, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, that would be the, be the one-liner, you know? That would be the first thing you'd You have, have to pick it on a know. T-shirt,
2: and you just yeah. walk around, it just says, I work with actual sea turtles. <laughs> I get
1: it. <laughs> Done.
3: Yeah.
1: So. We also had uh, Scott and uh, Kyler, uh, Kyler, <laughs> Kyle Taylor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyler. I'm just putting them together. His name is just one big word. Which, who yes, picked up his were, first carpet at Carpet Fest, which was, yeah. uh, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> and uh, convinced Scott him. to grab a brettel. So, it was a <laughs> it was but yeah.
2: uh it was one of those things where uh, they were in the truck with me, and uh, everybody was pretty quiet. We had bursts of conversation, but for the most part, Scott was just like, don't want to move. And I'm like, okay, understood. So,
1: uh, <laughs> but you know, we, we, we got there not right when the, not in our started. car, man, <laughs> not in our car. There was just, no, we didn't just, shut uh, the hell up the whole time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, we
7: didn't.
1: So you, Sorry. You go ahead. Two, you got there?
7: You guys went in two vehicles.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we, we talked about everything from, uh, let's see, from girls to uh, uh, to snakes, then back to yeah. girls, I think, again, and then the snakes, and then, uh, you know, I think uh, uh, traveling around the world came into the conversation at some mm-hmm. point, yeah. I don't
7: know, you know? Classic, classic uh, road trip type stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, I mean, Reptiland was cool. Uh, we went behind the oh, scenes and and, and uh, you know saw some stuff there that they had. Um, they had uh, just beautiful displays uh, down in the uh, in their. Uh, you know, in their in the in the actual spot where they have all their, you know, their animals. I mean, the, the one was uh, Rhino Rat snakes. I think that when mm. we worked, walked out of the upstairs, the first cage we yep. see there was Rhino Rats. You know, mm. uh, which was pretty would have liked that. that. I was oh, yeah. thinking
2: they had a they had a whole room up behind the scenes. They had a whole room of uh, baby King Cobras.
7: Yeah, that would be cool, yeah. man. Apparently, wow.
2: Reptiland does a very good job at raising baby king cobras, so they had a bunch of them, and all like How many? Sizes. How um, many of them?
7: Um, like, I like good twelve. Wow! Yeah. I, I,
2: there were a bunch. I mean, and all different sizes. Uh, from none of them were really tiny because they they didn't have their bands, but you know there was like this one that was just in this tiny little upturned ten uh, gallon tank that was standing, like, on its edge, on its, on fence yeah, yeah. with a glass door, almost like you would sit, consider for a conjurer cage. And it had, like, an, honestly, God, like, potted plant in the middle of it. And this baby king cobra was just sticking out of the leaves, just kind of staring at us. And, you know, you move in closer, and you're like, yep, that, yep, that is it. That's what that is. And so, it, yeah. yep, yep, miniaturized, but that's what that is. So it was uh, really cool.
7: Um, yeah, she she was explaining how it takes them like a whole year to get them onto rodents, and that's pretty much what they're really good at, and that's why they kind of send them to them. And she was like, oh, uh, sometimes you have to start them with like you know live snakes and then dead snakes, and then mice scented snakes, and then you move them over to snake scented mice, and then you move over to frozen th- uh, live mice and frozen. Th-. She was explaining all the different steps. And it takes up to a year, you know, for each one yeah. to get them to. Uh, yeah to be ready to go to back to the zoo so it's crazy
2: didn't you say something about like stitching like a baby corn snake to a mouse at one point yes Mm -hmm.
7: how they stitch yep they do yep exactly wow yeah
1: yeah yeah it was it was pretty cool because uh they um you know uh, obviously again they don't approach it as a i guess it is a business but just a different way that they do things um even uh, it was it was interesting that uh, there was a reticulated python there, which they did mm-hmm. have some downstairs, but they had one upstairs, and they said that uh, they had picked that up simply because of the uh, legislation there. that had gone through, and uh, if they ever needed one, they they wanted to be able to have, uh, you know, one for display or extra right. one for display. No, yeah right? a lot of uh, people
7: don't a lot of people don't realize that you know that that legislation affects zoos too and it affects a z a accredited zoos you know it's just it doesn't affect some mom and pop guy on the side of the court you know and it affects everybody and, and you know a lot of zoos they don't some you know many of them don't agree with a lot of legislation so um it you know from what the keeper was telling us, she didn't seem like she very much agreed with a lot of this stuff and and uh you know. So it was it was really cool, even like the fact that they were talking about that they, they breed milk snakes, like, you know, and they trade them with zoos, milk snakes, and I was like, why would you want to, like, it just, I was almost like, that doesn't even make sense, why would you waste your time breeding milk snakes, you know, like, that's just kind of silly to me, you know, you can go get those for like 10 bucks at any reptile show you, but they spend, you know, zoo money and zoo time, and. To to breed them, the reason why is because well, they have to trade them to other zoos, you know, zoos, so can't regularly buy from the public Mm -hmm. or vice versa. So Mm
3: -hmm. you know they
7: have to provide their own stock, and so you know things that you wouldn't think they're like they were breeding crested geckos and like like why would you breed like you're almost like why would you breed that? A bunch
2: of different, yeah, you're a zoo. Shouldn't you be like breeding like?
1: The rarest yeah, like
7: rare, yeah, and... like and like you know what yeah. I mean.
1: Like some, <laughs> <you> <laughs> <Harris grubs>. Yeah, howler
7: scrubs. Yeah, something. Like, that. Exactly. You're like all the space was being put towards like stuff that is so common, you know. But they have to More because zoo.
2: you to do with.
7: And it's like, yeah, there are rare
2: animals in collections in private collections that I know of, that are sitting in the zoo. But you're exactly correct. They have to do what. It, it, you know is needed i mean obviously they they said they breed milk snakes like no tomorrow and they use some of those milk snakes to feed the baby king cobras and then they send those other milk snakes off to different zoos to be part of educational programs and displays at other zoos and not everybody's going to want halmahhara scrubs or something like that so
7: right right okay, so yeah, yeah. I, guess
6: I, I, guess. I guess i don't understand the legislation so it you know the legislation doesn't affect the zoos i mean they don't have a vested interest in uh large python species regulation or i mean i guess i guess they really don't huh? no well, no I no it's no make exactly.
3: it, harder
6: than, no, than, it
3: yeah.
7: yes exactly it does affect them you know it really does you know they can't send an animal it it just causes them to have to do way more paperwork. Well, let's say they want to send that retick to a zoo across, you know, the border that needed to pair that retick with one of theirs. Well, now the whole, now they're gonna have to get some kind of permission to do that, even if they could do that, because they're be they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna are, be are they if they did that.
6: Are they in, are they involved? In it? I mean, I just don't hear the zoos becoming involved mm. politically in in any of that.
2: Mm. I don't I believe uh, well, most of them are.
1: I think That's that probably question. has to do with the fact of uh, there's this separation between the private mm. sector and the zoo sector, which just from the two situations that we heard of seems that probably it almost seems like it's ridiculous because meaning that if a zoo would rely on a breeder, you know, uh, uh, which I don't know. I, you, you hear sometimes that uh, people will say that breeders are better at it, you know. Um, I've heard before that, you know, zoos couldn't breed such and such, and like, uh, you know, uh, Joe Schmo that sure, had some sure in his it, basement yeah. were able to do it. Yeah, um,
7: yeah but I think – yeah, but I think that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, even when we were back there, how many different species did they have in that one's room back there? I mean – Every cage was a different species. Very rarely you saw, like, a group of the same animals. I mean, just everything. They had copperheads sitting next to blue tongue skinks sitting next to, um, you know, I don't know, uh, don't
3: uh, alligators
7: yeah. sitting next yeah. to milk snakes. It was crazy. So it's not easy for them to gear themselves towards breeding one specific animal. So, you know, it, that's why I think they probably have a harder time maybe specifically breeding some because... They have to attend to so many things, you know, so many different it's things.
6: Almost, so. Some of them are all, it's almost pet store-like mentality.
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, I mean, de- it not, definitely not felt very them, pet store <laughs> It definitely
1: did. Yeah. You know? But yeah. at the same time, on the same side of it, I think that uh, – Zoos also would probably have a success with an animal like, say, a scrub python, because I feel that breeders bail on them too quick. Right. So Mm, here you have this uh, scrub python that's set up at a zoo and it's set up there for years. You know, it's just there. It's years. It becomes acclimated to what it does after, you know, six, seven, eight years whatever. And uh, that's when I think those breeders start to uh, maybe have success. <clears throat> with uh with well, there's, uh with things there's no doubt that
6: the, that the zoo I mean condos are their classic example they you know flourished in this country in the early 70s you know on the backs of of zoos and zoo workers mm-hmm. you know
7: yeah yeah I don't know I don't know when exactly that kind of divide between you know um the zoo and the private keeper kind of kind of happened I mean I even know when I talk to you know, zoo keepers, you know, or when I meet them at zoos, you know, I, I often don't tell them that I'm a reptile keeper, you know, because they're you know, you do get those, well, you know, we don't think you should be keeping those at home. You, you get a lot of that <laughs> too, you know, where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to tell you I'm a I'm a keeper as well, even though you have your information wrong, but I'm not going to tell you that because, <laughs> because, you know, daily, yeah. I'm a nobody because I keep at home and not in the zoo. You know, so there's some of that kind of mentality too, that, you know I think Clyde's place is probably a lot different than that in that Clyde did come from the reptile breeding kind of community and he, mm. he has a deep, deep roots in in the community as a whole and keepers and private keepers so it may be a different mentality there but I, I remember going to you know even the Philadelphia Zoo and, and talking to keepers there and then them kind of giving the like we don't think you should be keeping what you're keeping at home type of scenario and you know, the kind of elitist kind of feel that you get from some keepers, you know. Um, yeah. And I didn't feel that at, at Clive. Clive was like, I really liked it over there. No. I really did. Yeah, I think it's pretty
2: cool with, with us. Like we all deep, have. Deep. Go ahead. The, the, sorry. The, 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 the keeper took us around, she said she recognized all the U.S. ARC shirts and stuff that we were wearing, so she said mm-hmm. that that was kind of cool. And, I mean, I, 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 I do know that a lot of private reptile keepers who go to work at zoos sometimes have friction with you know mm-hmm. uh, already entrenched um, you know keepers who have been doing it for a while. I'm not sure why that is. Um, I know that there's a lot of strict standards and regulations that you must adhere to at a zoo that you might not have to at a you know in your private sector. Um, so and those themselves may be outdated and need to be rewritten. Yeah. So I would not be surprised if it was something like that uh, a lot of times. So yeah. I, I feel that, I mean, I know of several people uh, who are in work in zoos like Philadelphia Zoo and have their own private rest house. I see, I see keepers that I know the Philadelphia Zoo at Hamburg and stuff like that. So right. I know, I know there's a bridge. But I also know that there's going to be the, uh, let's just call them the snobby types who are keepers mm. well, now you. and you keep yourself don't, in the basement.
1: You think, don't you think that that's probably old school thinking and i think probably yeah. what you're going to start to see is that that'll probably be weeded out um of course you know as generations come up they realize that uh you know this isn't working this is old ways of thinking and uh maybe we should approach it a different way uh um, oh.
2: All you need is the new school of thinking. A person who goes by the new school of thinking could be in a place of power. Once that happens, the tides start to shift. So, yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, all you
2: need is some guy who's you know, kept reptiles in various cages using all the computer systems that are available to us in his bedroom or his basement his entire life to become lead reptile keeper at the Philadelphia Zoo before things start shifting around. That's exactly right. what yeah. happens. So, you know, and it takes a while for people, it takes a long time for upper echelon at a zoo to shift over because
1: once you're in, you're in, you dig yourself in like a tick. So, um,
3: (laughs) yeah, look at somebody,
1: look at somebody like Will Bird. He works at a zoo and look at his collection. So, I mean,
7: you know, there is, uh, Steve works at a zoo too. uh. So, um, yeah, so you're right. Steve Sharp works at a zoo and I know, you know, Terry works at a zoo. I mean, come on. So, yeah, there's plenty of keepers that we know that keep morale there, keep at home. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, far and wide, but, but I you know, there is that separation. And, and you know, maybe that is changing, you know. I, I hope so. I know it's definitely different in Europe. Um, there yeah. are laws over there in terms of, like, I mean, they can, you know, like, there's plenty, like you'll see guys at ham, like, buying stuff for the zoo, you know. Um, and so that's very common over there. Um, so, I don't know.
1: Maybe maybe that's changing. Who knows? Let me ask you this. Does the zoo have... Um, uh, this may be where the separation comes. Does the zoo have an idea of releasing those animals back into the wild at any point?
2: It depends on the species' survival plan. Right.
1: Uh, so, maybe maybe part of the reason is, is that, uh, you know, unless you can trace back lineage to X amount, well, to the beginning, I guess, maybe they they can't take the chance
2: well that 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 is for some animals i mean obviously in certain aspects there are enough milk snakes in the world they don't need to be releasing any into the wild but with other animals like uh philly has the monkey tails Mm -hmm. um i do not think that they have a re-release program for them, but uh, those would be ones that I would think that eventually they would probably start trying to find a way to do that because of the way that they're, of what's going on with them. But normally, breeding programs that do re-releases aren't normally done at large-scale zoos. They're done at, like, facilities in the country that the animal belongs in. Right. And they're raised up, and then they're, like, almost immediately kicked out as soon as possible. I uh, mean, comp, like Sea but... World.
3: I'm yeah. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> are you suggesting that we go free, Shamu?
3: Because uh, <laughs> <ow. laughs> no, yeah, no I when my when when, right when, now when, and... when
6: when Andy said he worked um, with sea turtles, he really takes tickets at Sea World. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh how oh, many I'm I'm gonna hear about that one. Ow <laughs> <damn it.
1: laughs> Yeah. But <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I mean it was uh it was definitely a cool place. I I think I don't know what you guys thought, but I thought that uh that, that doing that was, was well worth the trip.
2: Is it oh, bad yeah. when I walk, oh, yeah. like I walk into a place like Reptiland? I walk into a place like Reptiland and I just go is this place for sale? Because I'll buy it, and then <laughs> right? I'll. Right. You know, I mean, I've,
7: like Clyde's got to be. Uh, he's got to be retiring at some point, <laughs> you know. Like
2: the problem is, well, is that you know I, I I I used to work the zoo. I used to work for. We had interactions with Clyde. I met him several times. I met him and his son. So I know that there's like another step below. <laughs> ah, his son's, a, re- his son's a really cool guy. So I can't wish death upon him. So. Um, <laughs> But it's, but there's like moments where you're like, I could show, all right, that's, this is it. Eric and I are going to go buy a random field someplace and instead of a reptile zoo, it'll work out fine. He just has to pay <laughs> for everything because I can't afford it. So it's like, you know, it's, and then you see because, it, and and he, Clyde did a very intelligent thing. He took what was a tourist attraction or like a roadside stop um, little thing He got the AZA accreditation for a a zoo entirely made up of reptiles back when AZA accreditation was, like, something that was, like, voluntary or something like that. And because they're all reptiles, there aren't that many SOPs or species survival plans or anything like that that usually go with them. Um, Because when you have to, you normally have to give, like, giant books of enrichment per animal. But Uh there not that many enrichment ideas for reptiles, nor does the AZA really require that many. So it was probably
7: really easy
2: to get the AZA accreditation. And once you have it, they can't take it away. (laughs) You just have to keep applying for it and keep approving you for it as long as nothing changes. So from being an AZA accredited zoo, opened his whole facility up to a ton of new animals, dealings Mm -hmm. with other zoos and things like that. That's why he has Komodo dragons. I mean...
7: And that, think was so awesome.
2: the, the money he got to build that, that enclosure and they built that all, that all, that whole thing in house out of their, that that those enclosures for the Komodos. And then off of the side of the Aldabras gorgeous. I love it. Especially the outdoor pens for the Aldabras. Cause it's like just straight glass and gorgeous, beautiful.
1: I got, to I got to post up the video. Um, I took a, uh, just a quick video to show you the the scale of the oh, it's huge enclosure that they built for the Komodo Dragon. Bill, when I tell you oh, no. that yeah. this thing was probably the coolest enclosure I have ever seen, it's probably was as big as the first floor of my house. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh my god. It had a waterfall yeah. in it.
2: And a it had a waterfall and- in it.
1: And a full buffalo
2: skeleton and a komodo dragon. Oh geez. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it was, yeah something was... like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was it was it was, it was very like impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. put a chondro in there, a family of chondros, or what? <laughs>
6: Hell yeah! Uh, they, yeah, in the buffalo in the buffalo skeleton, <laughs> in, uh, hanging on the buffalo <laughs> skeleton. Yeah.
7: Yeah, it was uh, really funny. They they put uh they put the heat lamp or the infrared, like, yeah, the infrared heat lamp, and they shot it right down to where the buffalo, right next to the buffalo, so that, guess what? When the commuter wanted to bask, it had to be right next to the buffalo, so you always got a nice shot. Like, they,
3: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he
7: does. That's what yeah, he bust. does. He, he is an um, like uh, enclosure builder first, you know? He thinks about the enclosures. That's why he has some world-class displays, and that's why his displays goes. On tour is because they're mm-hmm. that good. He thinks about all that stuff ahead of time. So that Komodo dragon spends ninety percent of his time chilling in the perfect position, right next to the waterfall, right next to the buffalo skeleton. So you get an all-in-one beautiful shot.
2: It is perfect. Which is right, it right when you walk good. in, it's like you walking in. And that's he's right there and
1: right in the middle. He's like, in the middle. First thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect design. Yeah, perfect design. Yeah, awesome. when I see when I walked in there. Uh, i got the same feeling I did when i was uh younger and I went there but when I was younger that's what let you know you've heard me talk about on the show before how I'd like to have this place where I have just these beautiful enclosures with each species of python represented and just you know no. just that kind of—that's where I get that idea from. I just—I just imagine a place, you know, pythons of the world or something like that, and like people would come to see it. And there you go—is all these different types of pythons. But the level of detail—I—you're I, absolutely right. It's—it's it's art, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. just that mm-hmm. one—he has this huge. Uh, it looks like the tank that Owen had in his living room, but just taller. And yeah. it was just yeah. bioactive substrate with just plants all like over a tree the place right in the middle a ma- of it. Yeah, a huge yeah. trunk right in the yeah. middle. Oh man, it was crazy. And like beautiful Five species
2: of gecko in there running around. And it, it yeah. it's like it looked like you were looking at a tree stump and these animals are just living on it. Um oh yeah. It, it's phenomenal work that they do there. Yeah, and the designing and
7: and and that setting things up. They, the animals were beautiful. I mean, they, you know, that's one thing. It's like not only were the enclosures awesome, but, you know, you didn't see sick animals there, you know. There's plenty of times mm-hmm. where i been to some yeah. zoos where you look in and you're like, wow, that retake got an R.I., you know. <laughs> you are like, you know, you could <laughs> like, like oh, I think that thing got mice, wow. you know. Like, you could, but, you know, yeah, you see the the corn snake at some zoo. He's like, don't, he's all, in the, and yeah, it, you could be, you can definitely tell some issues you know with some animals that other people don't totally blow by them but um everything was really healthy you know the retics on display were mm-hmm. gorgeous um and uh mm-hmm. it was just like you know it was just great every everything about that place the, the gator uh demonstration that was fantastic yeah it was really cool you know you, you know, I mean, the all that
2: the, the anacondas that we saw off display i mean wow <laughs> Bill, so let me,
1: at... let me let me give you a, me. a this is the, just let me give you a visual of how this went down. So we're walking through, it's kind of like a room, right? So they have two separate rooms. They have an amphibian room, and they have a reptile room. And the reptile room is heated, and the amphibian room is uh, is a little cooler. Uh, oddly enough, the chondros that they had there um, were and in the amphibian room. room. Yeah. yeah, doesn't surprise so, uh, me. Doesn't
6: surprise me one
1: bit. Yep, yep. and they were in a tub uh, with two perches, and there was heat. two of them in there. No I didn't heat. See any heat. <laughs> no, no heat. heat. No nope. Um. So uh, in the reptile room, they have like uh, this is like a long hallway, and basically they have uh, vision cages, and uh, they have uh, them above these like big. Think of like uh, these. Big, huge bins that maybe watermelon or something would come in, you know. Um, okay. You might see in the supermarket, right. and in those they have uh, like they have it set up with um, uh, a drainage system and whatnot. So they put water in there. So all the turtles and the crocodilians and everything are down on the bottom, and they have open yeah. tops and basking lights and whatnot. And all the other things are, you know, up above. And it's like they have uh, basically like a center aisle going down the middle. And uh, you're walking down. And and then they have these two doors. And Mm -hmm. in these doors, they almost look like refrigerators, right? Like 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 walk-in fridges. Yeah, walk-in. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Oh, like a walk-in closet. Yeah. Yes. So I'm thinking like oh, what do they got in there? It must be like where they keep the food or, you know, maybe the frozen rodents are in there or something like that. And she's like, oh, this is where we have our two anacondas. I was like, (laughs) what? So you look in and it's this big, huge walk-in cooler type of thing with this like uh, a slope and then just basically a big thing of water, um, which at the time they were waiting for uh, the heater uh so at that mm-hmm. that moment they didn't have uh the water in there, but uh two two huge, huge anacondas uh in there and then they had two what was it? Was there alligators in the
7: other one? Dwarf crocodiles. Uh, uh dwarf uh dwarf crocodiles and then they had the yeah. other one had their rhino iguana in it. It's pretty yeah, cool.
2: Yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah. A Cuban. He was a Cuban iguana.
7: Oh Cuban, you're right. He yeah, the Cuban he, oh, he was
2: pretty yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh. But yeah, they had, and it was just like looking in there, the dwarf crocs, like you're, you're peering in the glass and these dwarf crocs know where the door is and they're looking right at you. And it's just like, oh my God, I mean, <laughs> set of balls you must have to walk in there is got to be ridiculous. Number one, number two, oh. holy crap. So. Oh, you didn't go in, oh. Owen? Oh no. <laughs> well, I would have been awesome, but Eric would have surely been eaten surely be. Nice. <laughs> he, I mean, he wanted to make send the hobbits in. Yeah, i send oh, the I'm... hobbits in first. They'll feed <laughs> the animals, and then I'll be able to go in when they're full. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. You do it correctly.
1: Come on now. Yeah. But, <laughs> wait, uh... wait, wait.
7: You, you, you didn't tell him about the greatest part of the whole thing.
1: What's that? The, the, the robotic uh, tortoise.
7: tortoises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the yeah,
1: the tortoises? oh, yeah.
7: Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was getting we, it in there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, it
2: monsoon. While we were there, it was raining like crazy. Yeah. So apparently, well, were they the yellowfoots?
7: Yellowfoots,
2: yeah, a pair of the yellowfoot, the yellowfoot tortoises were like game on. So we come walking out. We're walking around, and one yellowfoot male is He's full-on mounting a female. And, of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course, like, Jack and everybody, they go running over there. They're making... They're taking videos of them. They're pointing and laughing at it. It's making these noises. And I'm like, well, all right, we've now reverted to, you know, sixth graders tort- whatever.
6: Tort- tortoise Uh-oh. porn.
1: Tortoise yeah. porn. <laughs> well, you know what the funny thing was is that you couldn't hear him making a noise. Until you kind of like crouched down. And it was kind of like once you were like down on the like a certain level, then you hear like this. Rrr, rrr, like. It's just like this crazy noise. <laughs> we're like, look at this guy go. Look at him go. Um, oh, man. Uh, uh,
3: was trying was
7: just... away. Oh, it was so funny. Hey, he was at it, man. Owen was, so was, Owen,
6: was that tortoise a proven breeder? He probably was. <laughs> but yeah.
2: Everybody else at the zoo is like like hurrying past the tortoise enclosure and trying not to expose their children and you know, we're at, we're all huddled around screaming and pointing. So you know it's
6: <laughs> yeah.
3: Did they uh, say all
6: at that point?
2: We skipped the butterfly exhibit. So, um, I think we we all decided we've seen enough butterflies in our lives. Um Yeah. And the then, emus uh, were cool
7: man the emus were the, cool. they, were the, the cool. dinosaur the dinosaur exhibit was whack but like I, I, it just wasn't for me you know i guess kids would enjoy it but like it was just eh. I sometimes you forget that these kind of pander towards kids and like you get disappointed sometimes but uh
3: they have to
7: <laughs> you know yeah they have to i mean that's their patronage, right but you know you i'm going in there and then they have the emus in there you know it's like living dinosaurs and you know you get to feed them and all that and it was pretty cool i mean those things are pretty damn
1: big, and you know? I
2: never got so close to the emus like that before. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah they were really did cool. Did then. spend
1: with the 50 cents to feed them? Yes, Wait, I hold on. 50%. I got a story for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they go and they say, they go. he goes and he gets some some of the food in his hand, and he walks up, and they're all afraid to feed him because this thing is like, they're afraid it's going to peck them, and I'm sitting there thinking like, Man, I'm I'm pulling a bill on him. I'm like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with these guys? So him, him, him and Mike are like, oh, I don't know. And then he he walks up, and Zach's finally like, oh, all right, I'll do it. And then this thing comes over, and I swear to God, it almost put its beak through Zach's hand. I was like, oh, oh maybe I, <laughs> maybe I, maybe I overspoke. <laughs>
2: Maybe these things are horrible creatures.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But that was funny. Big bird. Yeah.
7: Yeah, but then, well, you know, then dinosaur. I started thinking, I was like, you know, they should get some of these dinosaurs out of here, put some castle areas in here, you know what I mean? Get a flight oh, yeah. cage for mm-hmm. some hornbills. Yeah. You know, like, actually put some real dinosaurs in here. That'd be pretty cool. But, uh, you know, but it was neat. That was pretty yeah. cool.
2: I yeah, like it. it yeah. Nice. yeah the the dinosaur Robo Gardens was really just which they had they added more they added more dinosaurs from the last time I was there so I guess it is kind of popular and I guess it is kind of pandering to the children cause
3: well think about it they were
2: posing with something or other does that
1: climb online? I don't know this <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let you climb on a T Rex I asked. <laughs> So Wait, was, there, there was this one dinosaur as you're walking around. It has like a, a, a hose hooked up in its mouth. And it just like squirts yeah. people. Yeah, it just <laughs> would squirt you. So <laughs> like, uh, you know, you're afraid to walk by. And we're all standing there like, uh, should we go yet? Should we go yet? Should we go yet? And then, you know, Owen's like, just walk type of thing. Oh, and, yeah, uh, Water people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm saying, oh, man, he set me up. I'm going to get sprayed. I'm going to get sprayed. I know it. I know it. You know? But, uh, yeah, it was – I mean, you got to think about it this way, though. I don't know about you guys, but my first – the thing that got me into reptiles was my love of dinosaurs. You know? Mm, I mean, the whole whole idea – for me, was I wanted to have a dinosaur that was alive, and the closest thing that I could come to that was a green anole. So,
2: <laughs> they're they are were not closer, you know that right? Then uh, yeah, I do it. know
1: that, but when you're five <laughs> years old, that's you know you want you want the green anole. So, but yeah, I can <laughs> see why my they would. Four years
2: old got me a crocodile monitor. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: Speaking of dinosaurs, really, I thought the I thought the, the the drive back we're gonna be attacked by T Rex, man. What is going on with Pennsylvania? Holy <laughs> moly.
2: The weather was I, absolutely horrible. Oh
7: uh, yeah, God, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Okay, like, I'm
1: that gonna was die a, over here. I was in a so, weird state up there. Yeah, I, we yeah. didn't tell you this. Yeah, we didn't tell Owen this story, so we're driving back, right? We're all starving now. We are starving to death and uh i No, no, no. we're driving and we're like you sent us a message but we didn't see the message and uh we wrote you know zach types in something like uh stop at the next place that you see yeah and somehow we knew that perkins was coming up uh, oh yeah it was on the exit or something so like you uh-huh. get off and we're like oh he must be going to perkins so uh, me, Zach, and, and Mike are all like, oh, yeah, I could really go for Perkins. That's going to that's gonna hit the spot. That's going to hit the spot. And then you drive, like, path right path. past it. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> We're all screaming, like, where are you going? <laughs> We're like, oh, maybe he missed it. He's going to turn around. And he's like, and you're still driving. I'm like, he is not turning around. <laughs> what is what he doing? He, he didn't
2: There
3: was a moment.
2: Well, there was the moment where I'm like, I bass bass. I'm like, I wonder if Perkins would be good for them. I don't know. I don't know what they want. And then I'm like, oh, shit, missed it. Oh, well, I'll get the next one. Of course, then there wasn't anything for miles. There was like nothing but woods. <laughs> and it's like, god yeah. damn it. I'm like, Eric and Zach and Mike are probably in the next car going, that moron should just pull them in the <laughs> damn person. <laughs> yep, they were indeed. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I know. I could, I, could <laughs> feel, I, could, I could feel the hatred from the other car. So
3: So then
1: he pulls up into this uh, he pulls up into this restaurant that it looks like uh, when we go in there it's a it's your 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 famous horror flick to where the people stop to have lunch and the next thing you know they're being chopped they're up in the basement yeah. or something. <laughs> and we're like, no, please don't be open, please don't be open. And he's like, oh, they're closed. Thank God. Oh,
3: so sorry. Was,
6: was that Morgantown? Because I, I think I ain't that. yet. <laughs> not not yet. But where I finally ended up
2: being able to pull in that was open was your run of the mill pub. That had like an airplane sticking out the side of it that made it look like an airplane and It crashed into it, and had a race <laughs> yeah. and had a race car on the roof. And I'm like, really, yeah. places like these have nothing going for them but their cheeseburgers. So let's go in and eat those. And yeah. they were pretty. Were they good?
1: good. So pretty yeah. good.
2: Yeah, they're, they're
1: pretty good. All
2: but right.
5: then their
1: ATM machine didn't work and uh no no i mean their debit and credit card stuff yeah, didn't the, work uh, so the, that was yeah. a whole another fiasco eric buy uh, you know, really? for everybody just put it on eric's tab I, I, yeah. yeah it was all my tab
2: <laughs> money bags oh. eric <laughs> traded them an albino zebra and that covered our book.
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: But but no it was one of those like it, they're like our our credit card machines are down and i want to be like i'm going to talk to you about square
7: <laughs> allows me
2: to start through my phone right now, right here? Right. <laughs> it's right now. So it's just, it was one of those things where we just kind of got to deal with it. And then we finally got home and, you know, I started walking around yelling at people, why are you still in my house? So get, get out. So, <laughs> I've had my fill of you people leave. So.
6: Yes, yes. Come Sunday, five o'clock, everybody get out. Everybody get that. Yeah. Everybody get out.
2: You know, so, and
6: then uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of like this. It's it's kind of like this show. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, you know, come eleven o'clock because everyone's tired of it. <laughs> get out. Yeah, exactly. But All right, uh, guys, I am out. Okay. Awesome. Man, All right, Bill. Great, great carpet fest. Man, just uh couldn't have had a better time. that. You, you three guys were highly involved in that, and uh, I thank each and every one of you.
2: Thanks for thank coming, you, Bill. Sir. Definitely.
6: All right, we'll see. Hey, we'll see you guys um, in Arlington, right? August. No. Yeah. Jesus, August. NARBC? I'm holding you to it, <laughs> I'll and be there. Don't start cussing me.
3: <laughs> you, you got a free. From. You got a
6: free place to stay. So I don't want to hear any bitching.
3: Well, it's good That's right.
6: Eric's going to buy my plane ticket, so we're good.
1: Well, then you're good to go. Sweet. I'm going to sell as rough scale. That's all. I'll buy it. No problem. <laughs> 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 all right. All right.
2: This takes all right, guys. Some more negotiating. We're all gonna, right, Bill. It off air. All
1: right, You can see hey. Bye, Bill. See ya. Uh, so, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, so that was basically the rundown of, uh, of Carpet Fest. Um
2: Oh,
1: I thought I lost you for a sec.
2: No, I'm right here. Um, The bar is set pretty high, and now it's up to you to beat it next year.
1: Yeah, well, like I was saying, yeah, hopefully uh, I have a house. I came back, and I was talking to my wife about it, and she she was basically saying, uh, you know, I guess uh, if we have a house, then next year you'll do it. And I'm like, yeah, I guess if we have if we have a house, you know. <laughs> there is that so, big if right there. So, and um, Owen's like, oh, please God, please God, let the mortgage go like through, <laughs> please. <laughs> well, I told you, each if 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 it's the case, we'll just split it every year. You'll do it one year, that I'll do works. it the next. You do it one year, I'll do it you the next.
2: You guys need a co-signer. I'll help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah that would be cool people coming in i could show them my collection and uh, you know whatnot yeah, but, but your, your collection is so
2: massive it'd be like okay the snake tour is about to begin and then three hours later you'd be like okay the next snake tour is about to begin i mean
1: <laughs> yeah and, and yeah but you're much my bigger guy, than mine
2: true but with my guys you can peer into the cages with your guys that are on tubs you're gonna have to be opening the tubs for people
1: (laughs) yeah true story well Mm. by then i'll have cages and whatnot don't worry no worries all right right. see i I have the added pressure of having to do all that which is always build
2: your snake room which let's admit you're looking forward to that part
1: oh hell yeah come on man (laughs) that's gonna be crazy That's going to be the best part of the whole deal. I'm not going to care about the rest of the house. I'll be like, oh, well, i got to start down here, honey. My wife's part of the house. This is where I (laughs) am. If you want to uh, fix upstairs, there's the hammer. There's some nails. Get busy with it. You know, whatever you want to do.
2: (laughs) In the meantime, meantime, my small army of reptile friends and I are downstairs fixing up my snake room. Yeah, that's right. I know how it goes.
1: Yeah, so... So yeah, now that, uh, now that we're, uh, through with the, uh, carpet fest, uh, we can get Murray Python radio back on track and, uh, yep. I don't know. It just always feels like, uh, you know, one thing takes precedence over the other. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, it just, we,
2: we, we have our busy time. I mean, like, it's like
1: we, we have our, we have
2: our big events, you know, we had, we had Tinley, and then Tinley Pass, and of course, we roll right into uh, the, the auctions for the t-shirts, um, and of course, we rolled right into Carpet Fest, and now, of course, we're going to roll out of Carpet Fest and get back into a little bit of a normal point. Um, we will probably, I wanted to talk to you about maybe announcing something like another t-shirt run of boosters uh, when we got closer to the anniversary and things like that, but You know, we'll we'll get there. Of course, the next things we're going to have to deal with is we have the other carpet fests that we have to promote that are taking place in different parts of the country um, and just kind of seeing how it rolls. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Right now, we get to relax. That's right. (laughs) And just enjoy, uh, you know, bringing you guys and gals uh, some, uh, some good podcasts and some good guests and and uh, focused on, uh, you know, what we do as far as promoting pythons. And mm-hmm. um, I have, uh, I've delved into, uh, into some other worlds. I'd like to get uh, some other guests on as far as, um, you know, other species of pythons that we don't necessarily talk about all the time. Like, you know, as right. always, we're always going to have our focus be on, uh, you know, Moralia and carpet pythons and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I, uh, I was uh, reaching out for somebody to do a uh, a white-lip python show. I think that would be real mm-hmm. cool. Um, yes. You know, it's it's hard to find uh, keepers and breeders, and sometimes a lot of them over over in Europe, and, and they can't really help us because they don't speak English or, you know, their English isn't that good. Um, so uh, really I don't know, but we're working so on crappy. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got, uh, we have some, some cool shows lined up, uh, next week, uh, it's going to be, uh, Matt's going to be returning, but he's going to be hitting on Borneo short tails. It seems that uh, a lot of our fans out there like the, uh, the Bloods and the short tails. And, um, since a lot of people will probably be, uh, be checking them out because some of the big players now have some Borneos, um, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, We figured that uh, we'll have Matt back on. Uh, He's hatched out a lot of cool stuff this past season. Uh, His stuff is just amazing. Um, Really just crazy, crazy stuff. The problem with Borneos uh, is that their genetics are just so, I don't know. You can't nail it down. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, we're going to – Uh, to be hitting on that. Um, I'm supposed to go over Matt's Friday and, um, help him sex some Borneo. So I was hoping that maybe we could grab some, some video and, uh, maybe he could walk us through that because short tails and bloods are notorious, uh, for, um, being hard to sex. Well, not necessarily hard, where you have to look, uh, for certain things. Um, they're a little Mm -hmm. bit, I should say they're different than, uh, Say your carpet or your standard Python. Uh, so we'll be hitting on that. Uh, I got uh, a couple more uh, blood Python people lined up. At the uh, after that, we have uh, Jamie from uh, Razor Sharp Reptiles. Jamie is yeah. probably well known for his uh, geckos, um, but uh, he's been delving into uh, you know carpets. Um, as of late and he has some pythons and boas and whatnot, uh, that we're Mm going to be hitting on. And uh, I always like that, um, outside perspective, you know, uh, Jamie does a lot of the, Mm -hmm. yeah, he does a lot of the uh, shows that I shouldn't say I do, but Owen does. Um, so, you know, they know each other very well and he's a, he's a Mm -hmm. really, really cool guy. Uh, he is. Yeah, so look forward to that uh, talking to him uh, let's see after that and I, I talked to Nick
2: I talked to Nick today and he wants to know what's going on with the show with him and Paul
1: yes that is the June 23rd I believe yeah. um, basically we're going to have Nick Mutton and Paul Harris on and uh, that should be an awesome show Uh if you, <laughs> that should give you your carpet python fix for quite a while. Uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Of, yeah. of two guys that would be more knowledgeable about carpet pythons than uh, those two gentlemen. We, we
2: we we went so far into the Borneo's bloods, and then we went to leopard geckos, and now we're going to bring you like a carpet python show with the two top, with two of the top breeders in the in the entire world. So yeah you know there you go
1: <laughs> yeah
2: forgive us for going
1: way off right so. yeah. <laughs> thank you very much um yeah <laughs> and after that we're going to be talking to Andy Grossman uh and in that episode we're going to be talking about Antaresia uh, so <clears throat> yeah he uh he he has a pretty good collection of Antaresia and he's going to uh, uh he's a really good guy again Positive people, positive vibes. Um, you know, he's, he's well-liked by a lot of people.
2: Um, totally ruined my inter-region.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah,
3: some yeah. Massages,
2: ball pythons. It was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. That is, that is not proper. <laughs> so,
1: so uh, yeah, we got some cool stuff lined up. I'm working on a Walmart show. Uh, I would ask right. you guys if there's any, uh, you know, like – uh, I'm thinking like things like Angolans or, uh, you know, ring pythons, uh, white-lip pythons, maclets, 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 taboos, maybe maclits, uh, liasis as is general. Uh, yeah, maclits, maclits, shut up. <laughs>
2: no, 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 we're going to talk about this.
1: Maclets? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, if you me. know somebody that you would uh, – like to hear or if and uh, I, I should say we already talked to Tom Keoghan and guys like that mm-hmm. uh, so busy and what they do that uh, it's mm-hmm. hard for them to find the time uh, so if outside of that if you know somebody uh,
3: please send me some info yeah.
1: yeah send us some info and uh, we'll try to get in touch with them and get that worked up um, trying to spread the wings out a little bit and uh, get those those other species that, that maybe aren't uh, necessarily always uh, talked about. I'd even like to – I know this is going to sound crazy. No one's probably going to yell at me for this, but I'd even like to get somebody to t- come on and talk about Burmese pythons. Um, <laughs> they're doing some crazy stuff over in the U.K. with Burmese pythons, man. I, and I'm telling see, you what.
2: See, Burmese I'll allow, but you're tap dancing very close to a very dangerous line here. With? Uh, just, I'm waiting for the one day. The one day where you lose your mind to be like we're gonna have a Royal Python show and then I have to no. I mean then I have to drive down to your place and I have to beat you senseless.
1: Anyway, <laughs> continue. No, we always we always do the Royal Pythons and as far as see the, the keepers of Royal Pythons that I like are the guys mm-hmm. that deal with other species. So you get yeah. your little Royal Python fix and not to mention there's already shows about Royal Python. So there if you, if you're real. into that they're, there's there's plenty of them way. that you yeah, and yeah. and they're much better at it than we would ever be.
2: We, yes, so. dear Lord, we <laughs> yeah. let's stick to what we're good at.
1: So yeah, yeah. I would love for there to be uh, some different types. I'll allow uh, Burmese python. It's okay. Uh, thank okay. you for checking for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got your approval. Now that's your approval. So, again, if you know anybody or if you have uh, somebody that you think uh, would come on and has a whole lot of knowledge and share knowledge and whatnot, uh, just put them in contact with us or send me an email at info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com. And we're going to just wrap this up and uh, yep. get the heck out. So you can check us out at uh, MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Uh you can follow us on Twitter at Morelia Python. Give our Facebook page a like at Morelia Python Radio. Uh email questions or comments to info at Morelia Python Radio. Uh you can download the show on iTunes and it is for free. Uh I will throw out uh there is another podcast to get your geek on. Um Justin Julander, um, our good 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 friend and uh, co-author of The Complete Carpet Python, does maybe uh, maybe twice a month or so. He has a podcast called Herpological Discussions. And basically what he does is he goes and he, uh, he runs through a paper uh, and he gives you uh, his thoughts on that paper. It's an awesome podcast, especially if you want mm-hmm. a more scientific type of thing. Uh, I, I love it. I think it's great. So he's doing a good job and it's now available on iTunes. So uh, while you're over there, checking out Murray Python radio, look up uh, Herpological Discussions and uh, subscribe to that as well. Um, please support USARC. We sh- we don't say this enough. Uh, nope. If you're in this hobby um, and... You love this hobby. You definitely should be a member and you should be supporting USARC as much as you can. Uh, they're doing great things for us and they're really, uh, helping, uh, helping us with this legislation and whatnot. And wherever you, wherever you fall, as far as whether you people think people should have ticks or not have ticks, or the big snakes or anything like that. Remember that this game is not just about stopping with, uh, with retics, uh, they want to take it all. So uh, we just have to protect our rights, Um, you know. uh, So it's real important that they get our support and, uh, you know, uh, however you can do it, do it. Uh, Thank you to everybody who donated an animal or who bought an animal in the uh, Carpet Fest auction. We were Mm -hmm. able to raise over $3,000. Thank you to all the people that bought t-shirts, uh, you know, it just, uh, I'm, uh, it's a drop in the bucket compared to some of the other auctions. Uh, but every little bit helps and you guys yeah. made that possible. So we appreciate it. They appreciate it. Uh, I don't know what else to say on that. As far as the next carpet fest, uh, the Southwest carpet fest is Friday, June 19th. It starts at 8 PM and it runs till 1 AM. It's at Prehistoric Pets. You can go over on Facebook and check out the uh, uh, the page, Southwest Carpet Fest. It's ho- hosted by uh, Terrell and April from Designer Exotics. Uh, if you're over in that area, be sure to uh, – you should definitely go and check it out. It will be a good time, uh, I'm sure, and hopefully yeah. that those – they can get that rolling and have uh, – be doing the same thing for five years to come. Um, yeah. Plus, probably – What's that?
2: No, yeah, it would be awesome if we could get these things rolling in different directions. Get a bunch yeah. of them going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, be sure to check that out. That's coming up. That's right around the corner, uh, June nineteenth. That's what a couple weeks away. So mm-hmm. um, if you're in that area, man, you should you should go. After hearing the show, all the cool things and experiences, you know, uh, people you get to meet. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, some pretty cool people out there on the West Coast. Uh, that you could hook up with. And last but not least for me personally is EB Morelia, uh, EBMorelia.com. If you have a question, comment for me, Eric at EB Morelia. You can follow me on Twitter. You can find my Facebook page. You can follow me on Instagram as well, all EB Morelia. Um, look for, uh, I will not be vending at Hamburg. Uh, this upcoming, what is it, next week?
2: <clears throat> but, June 13th, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I will be attending. So if there's, not like I have a whole lot available at the moment, but if there was something that you were interested in, you wanted me to drop off or something like that, uh, let me know. And uh, I can make that happen. Otherwise, just be following those My website and uh my facebook page for when things become available and that's all i got
2: cool all right for me uh you can go to rogue-reptiles.com or you can go to rogue reptiles at facebook.com we are down to very minimum babies i think we only have like 12 left um also just like eric i will be attending hamburg will not be vending because remember i do not have a table um We'll be getting it back though, so we will be vending the August Hamburg show. So we hope to see everybody there. If you have anything you do want, we definitely can deliver to Hamburg. Um, other than that, we have one clutch that has hatched and one that is coming up quickly, hatching on the 16th. So uh, if you want to get put on the list for caramel tiger jags, or if you're looking for some red tigers, let us know. We can definitely hook you up. <clears throat> With that, uh, I'm done. I got nothing else. So we will say thank you once again uh, to everybody who made Carpet a success and came out. we hope to see even more of you next year uh, and that we can kind of keep this going, keep this strong. Uh, And that's all we have for us today. And we will see everybody next week, same time, for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.
0: create the reptile report The reptile report is our online news aggregation site bringing you the most up-to-date discussions from the reptile world visit the ReptileReport.com every day to stay on top of the latest reptile news and information we encourage you to visit the site and submit your exciting reptile news photos and links so we can feature outstanding breeders and hobbyists just like you the reptile report offers powerful branding and marketing exposure for your business and the best part is it's free if you're a buyer or a breeder you gotta check out the reptile report marketplace The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination, full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system, search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords, and use our Buy It Now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the Marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. It also gets fed to the Reptile Report and our powerful Marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship the reptile successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time, arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit the reptilereport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit shipreptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile related.